For y'all, it's like bringing a knife to a gunfight, pin to a test, chest in a line of fire with your thin ass vest. You bringing them boys to men, them boys pull in. This is grown man B.I. Get you rolled in the triage, B.I.G. Your reach ain't long enough, Dunny. Your peeps ain't strong enough. Fuck up, Rockefeller is the army. Better get the Navy. Niggas will kidnap your baby, spit at your lady. We bring knife to fist fight, kill your drama. We kill you motherfucking ants with a sledgehammer. Don't let me do it to you, Dunny, cause I overdo it. So you won't confuse it with just rap music. ROC, we running this rap shit. MEZ, we running this rap shit. The Broad Street Bully, we running this rap shit. You zipped up in plastic when it happens, that's it. Freak, wait, we running this rap shit. Owen Sparks, we running this rap shit. Chris and Neat, we running this rap shit. I don't care if you mob people, I hold triggers to cruise. You little fuck, I got money stacks bigger than you. When I was pushing weight back in 88, you was a ballerina. I got the pictures, I seen you. Then you dropped shook one, switch your demeanor. Well, we don't believe you, you need more people. Rockefeller, students of the game, we passed the class. Nobody can read you dudes like we do. Don't let them gas you like Jigger is ass and won't clap you. Trust me on this one, I'll detach you. Mind from spirit, body from soul. They have to hold a mask, put your body in a hole. No, you're not on my level, get your breaks tweaked. I sold what your whole album sold in my first week. You guys don't want it with hope. Ask Nas, he don't want it with hope. No, ROC, we running this rap shit. Be single, we running this rap shit. MEZ, we running this rap shit. Get zipped up in plastic when it happens, that's it. Oh, it's Sparks, we running this rap shit. Freeway, we running this rap shit. Chris Denise, we running this rap shit. I know you listen to me. Yeah. Back. Check, check, check. One, two. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome how to my mic Radio. sound? How my mic sound? All right. Adequate. <laughs> Adequate. I've heard better. <laughs> Welcome to Beach Chat Radio. My name is Masai. I am JB, a.k.a. Dirty Moses. And if I sound a little boring right now, it's because I ain't turned up yet. <laughs> nice. Oh. I'm a little fileable. I'm, I'm about half turned myself. Half turned. We'll see if we can fix it. We're going to get there. The yeah. rain. I feel like like I was really excited. I just watched uh, uh, Mad Max like right before mm. I got over here. So it's like. Excellent film. I was really excited to be like, in the desert driving really fast. Mad and, uh, you know, it's just like. Sucks. You really didn't like it. I no, I lo- I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. It was ad- it was adequate. Uh, who, who, who are you first? Who are you? Oh, I'm DJ Nate the Great. Okay. Adequate Mike. Okay. Mad Max. Adequate. Speaking of okay. adequate, we have a special oh, guest with us today. 
who is <laughs> I don't consider myself a special guest though <laughs> you're like a I'm like old hat you're like a resident I don't even know what that you know how Wu, Wu-Tang had the all-stars <laughs> <laughs> You're like one of the killer bees. She's an affiliate. She's a I'm, affiliate. I'm an affiliate. Yes, yes. <laughs> this is Tanisha. How you doing? Yeah. Her temple monologues in the house. How you doing, ladies? Yeah. Shout out to HTM. Hopefully, somebody will hit us up on Twitter tonight. Anybody listening, hit us up at Beachat Radio. As usual, we have yeah. a lot of things to. Uh, we got so much tonight. ground to cover tonight. It's crazy. Yeah, we got some cool trivia. Uh, it, it's the 50. I guess technically last year was the 50th anniversary of Jeopardy. I didn't even realize that. Like, yeah. that Alex show, Trebek is old. Man. He's old as hell, but he, I guess he's only been hosting for like 30 of those years. And right. prior to that, um, uh, there was there was the other host. I forget his name, but 50 years is like a long time. And uh, so I spent the whole week pretty much just going through Jeopardy questions because I have no life. And pretty I, much, pretty I picked much. out some that I thought would be cool. So we'll do that later on. We're going to do like a final Jeopardy. And this will be the first game we've ever done where we're going to keep score of the hosts and the people playing online. So we can uh, like we can actually tell who's winning and who's losing. Uh, so that'll be fun. Uh, we're going to tell some stories about um, near-death experiences we've had. We're going to talk about men dancing in hip-hop and just men dancing in general. Where are they? And um, Tanisha's going to tell us how to beat your children, like the right way to beat your children, or <laughs> if there's a right way to beat, beat your kids. Um, before we do that, though, there was a few things that happened this week that uh, this weekend we wanted to touch on real quickly. Uh, first off, there was the, the show that was Thursday, Taina Asili. Uh, we shouted that out last week, and I know uh, I went, True was there, Nate, you had a caller. Audible, what was, what was going on? Oh, uh, yeah, bro. I, this is a fail on my part. Just a fail? I didn't, honestly, I've been feeling kind of under the weather for the past couple weeks, so I just kind of like needed to go home and chill. And oh, okay. I actually, that was the night I actually um, prepared the podcast from last week. Oh, So okay. I actually took that opportunity to... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were expecting you there, but uh, it was a really good show. Taina Silly killed it, as always. And um, and uh, how was Anise? Anise, yeah, Anise too. She uh, killed- oh, yeah. She's just, she's just phenomenal on stage. It's like every time I see her, she gets better and better, more comfortable and more I saw James oh, Rock great. playing guitar or yep. keyboard or something like that. Yeah, he was playing uh, keyboard, I believe, and then his uh, his friend Chris. Chris, right, right, right. Yeah, he was he was on uh, on guitar. Dope. Uh, so that was really dope. Sorry, I missed that. Anise gives me goosebumps when she sings. She's so yeah, good. She's great. And, and so is, uh, so is Taina. And uh, it, it, since you did miss it, and uh, anyone else who may have missed it, uh, Taina Sealy is actually going to be performing on October 16th, uh, but just it's, as, it's, as a solo artist. Right, but it's the return of... Yeah. She-O-M Exactly She-O-M oh, uh, We do our right. monthly E-O-M series We kind of took a break After the Beach Shop Music Festival And the E-O-M series Is the stands for the end of the month And every October We like to do a uh, A woman themed uh, Edition of it For breast cancer awareness We raise money for uh, Breast cancer awareness We're going to have uh, Money going to strides Against cancer um, We're going to be selling The women who rock t-shirts And all the proceeds yes. Go to um, Towards raising uh, awareness For breast Wait, cancer Wait when's the last time We have we had uh, an E-O-M I can't even remember The last ju- one was, uh, like June, I believe. Before, yeah, probably like right before Beach. Yeah, right before Beach. Like, oh, all right. Yeah. Palette clan. Okay, right, yeah, we're back right. in it. We're back in and it. And that's like right. the musical the harvest right. season returns. Yeah, yeah we're, we're back. back. It's time, we're back. It's time to get, get back into this, it. This the fourth quarter, and you know shit gonna get crazy in this absolutely, fourth quarter. Absolutely. That's all um, I gotta say. In that's addition, all I know. Shit gonna get crazy <laughs> in this fourth quarter. In, uh, <laughs> in addition to Taina Silly, um, headlining that show, we have uh, Monica McIntyre, who is a world-renowned cellist, a lyricist, a singer, a poet. She pretty much does it all. I was checking around today on YouTube. And she's just kind of been going all around the country uh, uh, promoting her work, and she's just uh, she's just multifaceted. I, I guess uh, she describes herself as a sonic healer, uh, 
uh, with the, the type of music she makes. So it's really it's, it's really mellow but powerful at the same time. And, and also on that same show, uh, which again is uh, October the 16th at McGeary's, we're gonna have uh, Amani, the the poet. Um, she just came back from the was that the nitty gritty thing. She yes. Did? Yeah. She just they did. were. In, I forgot where they were. Were they in? They went Oakland somewhere. Yeah. No, they, they after Oakland they went. Her and um, PB went someplace else. Oh really? They okay. went further up north. They, they get around. They're actually at yes. a nitty gritty slam right now in Albany uh, at um next to Pauly. The low beat. At low beat. Yep. Yeah. Yep, right now. Yeah, so if you're so, not listening, you, you should, should be, be there. Yeah, that's really the only acceptable <laughs> reason yes. not to be listening tonight. Um, Pretty much. Yeah, so that was a good show. And, and uh, yes, you are welcome for the SHIOM shout, Taina. <laughs> we got you on the check-in. Definitely. Oh, nice. Taina's on the check-in. Cool. Mm-hmm. Be sure to hit us up. Um, what else did we... Oh, I wanted to brag real quick. I saw Beyonce this weekend. That was it? Just throw out there? Uh, so, but you also saw uh, Flotus. Yeah, I saw yes. a, a lot of people. I was at the Global Citizen Festival, and it was like, you know, after Taina's show, I'm like, well, this will be a tough act to follow. And then, you know, Michelle Obama and Beyonce came out. So it worked it worked itself out. Um, there you but go. I was in Central Park <laughs> act uh, in New York. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, and you, you how, how one drunk? tickets to this one, right? You got you yeah, got yeah. tickets? Yeah. The Global Citizen Festival, basically, I mean, the, the, the premise behind it is that through uh, activism and like calling your congressman and doing kind of these do-gooder things, you get like points towards getting tickets to the show. I'm pretty much convinced that the entire thing is just a scam. It seems like a waste of like money. Like when you go there, they have like all these printouts and people litter and it's supposed to be like this positive pro-global thing. I'm convinced that's all BS but I like music so I'm like cool I'll do this I'll right. jump through some hoops I want to watch the music. Uh, JB you were about to ask <laughs> I was going to ask you how drunk did you get before you got there? I was incredibly drunk the whole time um, because obviously you know I, I stayed in Queens so we have to take the train to Central Park right. and uh, the good thing about taking the train is that you can just do any sort of drugs or drink or whatever you can on the train. <laughs> but I'm not you didn't driving. do any drugs though did you? I don't know people were putting stuff in my drinks I don't know what I was doing but uh, I know that by the time did I got you, did there did you drink any ayahuasca <laughs> ayahuasca yeah no what's that oh forget it no look it up but I'm disappointed don't google you, that you don't think it makes a difference what they're doing the global because I, I um, actually was went online and I registered and I did uh-huh. some of the tasks but I didn't do as many I guess as I needed to do and I okay. thought like that was very like I was like this is so great you do all this and then as a reward you yeah. get this I, I, here's the problem when you go to the actual festival they have like these kiosks and these booths set up and they're selling like $10 sandwiches and like I said there's all these like printouts and promo and t-shirts and it's like excess and and it just seems like all the money they put into this is like more just to put on a show and a spectacle and make people feel good about themselves for doing something and uh, I just I'm too cynical to believe that a lot that they're doing as much as they can you you can't bring the these, this caliber of artists out there without them being paid handsomely yeah. um, so I'm assuming a lot of the resources go towards that and um, uh, you know title Jay-Z's new music thing yeah. they were there and they were a sponsor this year and they gave away I think five or ten thousand backpacks like title backpacks nice. um, so it's like Heavy all promotion. that money yeah like all that money goes into that type of stuff I, I actually had a backup but I lost it because I was I was really fucked up I was seriously <laughs> fucked up um, I went down with uh, with Kiki and uh, we were you know we, we snuck in some some everybody sneaks in alcohol because you're not supposed to you know obviously they, they, you're not supposed to drink there uh, so we we did our, our usual uh, fill up a sunscreen bottle with uh, mm-hmm. rum 
<laughs> and you would just sit on the grass, drink sunscreen, get messed up. Work on and, that uh, tan. Yeah, yeah. and, uh, and uh, Beyonce was there. Um, uh, Coldplay was there. Pearl Jam. Uh, Beyonce, Common. Common was there. He wasn't even announced. He was oh, on the damn. bill. He came out and did a song with Sting. It's just wow. like it's like all these famous people are just randomly in the building. Stephen Colbert came out. Um, uh, Michelle Obama came out, tore the house down. Um, uh, I know Joe everybody Biden. went crazy oh, it was when Lotus came out. It was just like man. a whole different level of when, when Beyonce was there, it's already like crazy loud just because, mm-hmm. you know, the women just lost their mind. And uh, the only thing that could really follow up Beyonce is Michelle Obama. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, Did the Pope come out? Yeah, right. I was Did like, the Pope come out? I, people were speculating. It's like, Pope's got to be next. How are you going <laughs> to He was around, right? He was on the tour. So, <laughs> But anyway, so um, so that was really dope. And um, I know you guys didn't go there, but you guys did see the moon. Yes. So that was, what are your yeah, thoughts? Yeah. Oh, God. It was so amazing. It was a little you know bit different what, than the moon stop. I see on, the, on, JB, on a regular. JB knows I'm kind of upset with him because this is one of those moments. I'm going to take Beat Shot Radio to a, a female perspective right, for And you're a talking about, the, so people know, the super blood moon lunar eclipse that happened yes. uh, on, was that Monday or was that? That was Sunday. That was Sunday. Sunday. So Sunday. Sunday night. Okay. Happened Sunday night. So I'm thinking, okay, let's go out and let's look at this beautiful moon together and have this romantic moment. This only happens once every um, 30 years. 30 so. years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the next time it happens, we'll be an old married couple, you know, with, you know, big bellies and, you know, we barely be able to see maybe. Right. But JB's I'm, like, maybe, <laughs> maybe, if you're lucky, maybe. You know, I'm saying maybe about the big belly shit. Fuck that. <laughs> but I was like, okay, let's, uh, he's like, no, I'm cooking. I'm cooking. So he was making fajitas. Wait a minute. So but why was I making, but why was I, but why was I making fajitas? fajitas? But why was I making fajitas? Because we were hungry. Why else? Don't don't front. Tell working the truth. Big bellies. Because we working on the big belly, like Masai <laughs> just said. I was making fajitas because she asked me to cook her some dinner. So she wanted me to interrupt cooking her dinner to go downstairs oh. while I got chicken grease and nastiness on my fingers to go the watch moon. the moon. To watch so the moon. Are you saying you did not see the moon? No, he did not. I saw the moon when we walked the Price Chopper. <laughs> it was gorgeous. Yeah, the moon is out. The moon is yeah. out like yeah. every night. Every night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell, me about this, tell me about these fajitas though. Uh, these <laughs> <laughs> fajitas are only like once or twice a month. So yeah, like, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I was I was underwhelmed by the moon myself. I mean, I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> yes, I do because everybody's posting pictures in Photoshop. Yo, yeah. you know what? In, in in a different time, the world ended when the blood moon came. So, but that's, that's what I that's I didn't realize what people thought true. the yeah. world was. It was, was an end. apocalypse. Yeah, I think any all types of things. When 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 there's crazy stuff that true. people do not understand. Why you fucking? <laughs> Bro, I lost I lost the drop. The I gotta file? find it. I need. Yo, when, when things happen that people cannot explain or they don't understand, yeah. they attribute it to either it's magic uh, or the world it, is the world gonna is gonna end. end. The gods. God is coming. Oh, so they just, everybody just wigged out. You're saying? Yeah, they, they didn't wig out this time, but last couple of times that shit happened. Yeah, people were wigging out. I really? have some bad, family members were like, "Know the signs, know the signs." And I was like, "What the hell are you talking about? Which <laughs> sign?" What, yeah, because like we just passed the stop sign. What, what, what other you sign talking you talking about? about? And that was red, and it was like, it, you know, I don't Hashtag know. Hashtag dad jokes. Um, Boom. so <laughs> I yeah, think it's cool, man. Bingo. You, I got, you 
went out and saw it. it. I, I got into it. I was at my apartment. Um, I think Felix was was still awake and, and Tara was kind of groggy. And we were kind of alternating back between like it's it's like past his bedtime. But I want him to come out and be interested in the moon because I'm interested mm-hmm. in it. And uh, so we kind of went back and forth between. Uh, I wish I had a, a situation where we were like planted outside warm and were able to just kind of like check it all out uh, from beginning to end. But I was kind of like inside. Well, I, I worked so I was I was able to see phases of it. I got to see it really bright when I left work at like 8.30. Uh, I was able to get home, see some like partial shadow action that was going yeah. on. I was able to kind of go back inside, come out and see it dark. I guess what I was hoping in my head was that it would be a solar eclipse as far as like visual. No, Even though it's like the, it's 11 o'clock at night, you're looking yeah, for a but solar I, I eclipse. Want, I want that like that ring of light. You know what I mean? I yeah. want that. That's like, what I was looking for. And yep. I, it was like I didn't really get that per se, but it was cool. I think I was able to go back and forth and, and see it. And I was like, all right, well, we got like five minutes till peak, uh, you know, eclipse. Yeah. And uh, it looked cool, and then the color red came in, and it was it was another, cool. Another was dad joke coming. Another pretty. dad joke coming. But you know At least we know what side the moon is on. It's a blood. It's not a crib. Shut up. Oh, God. Anyway, I used to call my daughter. They were at their father's house, and I asked her. I said, "Are you guys going to go watch the moon?" And she was like, "No, we have YouTube." Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So it, it was anticlimactic. We'll see, we'll see it, was, it was. Yeah. I, I went outside my house, um, and I, you know, there, I had a, there were a bunch of neighbors outside, and we're all looking up, and uh, I don't know. I felt like as I was watching it, and I was just not inspired. I felt kind of dead, dead inside. <laughs> Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? We back in business. Oh my God. Stop fucking lying. We back in business, just so you know. So, yeah, so I'm watching it and I'm just like, uh, I'm just thinking I've lost it. Like, I almost feel like I lost a part of humanity or something because if this had happened, you know, 800 years ago, that would have blew my mind. And I'm standing outside with my neighbors and we're all like struggling to not look at our phones and do whatever. We don't even know how to talk to each other. We don't know how to look up for long periods of time. It's almost like in the happening when uh, you know people are kind of walking oh, around yeah. the street and it's like right before they all jump off the building. It's like what are they all? It was at? really weird. Yeah, that was like the first time I'd even seen a few of my neighbors. It was really weird, and uh, it just kind of showed. It made me feel really disconnected from nature and humanity. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Where's and, uh, where's but, you know, I have, I have a nice pair of binoculars uh-huh. and this <laughs> telescope in the house. Neither one of them things we Never. use, but they. She wanted me to come outside and, and on look the at the moon. Well, yeah, using, don't tell my Felix's, secrets. Uh, Madagascar penguin. I think like McDonald's toy binoculars to look at the moon and it's like this is but we're out there and I think that's what's important it's like yeah. I, I think that's you're you're 100% right that most of us are so far disconnected from the you know the celestial bodies and the the feeling of of like just naturally like being inspired by the moon yeah. or even and, disconnected uh, from your neighbors yeah yeah, you know, yeah pretty much humanity and, and everybody's in there and you know really in front of their phone all the time and uh, it's 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 fun it was fun to be out there and, and get the weird looks at neighbors and see yeah. the weird neighbors and their moo-moos out there and in the park But but check this out. Check this out. Tanisha and and her sister-in-law go downstairs to check the moon out. And she's arguing with me. You're not going to come? Ah, fuck it. Her sister, her sister, her sister-in-law like comes back up like 28 seconds later. <laughs> oh, it's covered by something. I don't know what. Uh, I wanted to be like, it's, it's, uh, it's an eclipse. So <laughs> you're not going to see the moon. I tried but to I- look at the moon, but something was right in front of it. Directly <laughs> right. in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys the whole time. Did Felix look? Did he like them? Did he, he like he, it? He liked it. He, he does get into it. And we were, you know... 
talking about afterwards, he could tell that this one's different now. It was brighter earlier. Just, and it's he's really into like trucks and mechanical shit. So I try to balance out the yeah. more natural things, yeah. you know, that's that's visually like right there in front of us. He's so, like, Dad, that shit ain't moving. Right. <laughs> there ain't you no know, truck. There ain't no him, wheels on like, it. That's cool. But yeah, where's and your that's phone, what I want. Kind of wanted this segment to be about. Do you think we've just outdone some of the visual things in nature? Because because as I'm watching it, all I could think of was just, like Independence Day, and I just saw you know like Transformers and right. like everything I've seen on. We can do so much cooler stuff visually that when it happens in real life, all I can do is compare it to a movie or a wallpaper or something. Like that's how I think that for for people that that did take pictures of it this year, don't feel bad because in 30 years from now, when it comes back again, when people take pictures of it, there'll probably be like a Bank of America logo on the moon. There'll be a McDonald's logo. There's going to be like you won't even be able to get like a red Red Robin. Yeah, it'll be like you know it'll be yeah Crayola sponsored by by, yeah right. It'll be it'll be so if you got a picture of it this year. Just just hold on to that and put that in a little time capsule for the next time it comes around because yeah. it could be special. But I hope it's at least a wake up call to some people. Like, hey, let's you know go outside. You yeah. know what I mean, at, at least a little bit because yeah. I think that's important. Speaking of go outside, um, I got my order from Amazon. I, I told you guys last week that I had ordered chocolate covered bugs. So mad. Oh crap! And, uh, so, so I have uh, I have chocolate covered crickets Not and chocolate again. covered worms. So uh, Nate, so here you go. Oh, right crap. ahead, Nate. There. Okay, and, uh, I'll, I'll eat a chocolate covered. Yeah, chocolate. I'm gonna have a chocolate covered cricket. I, yeah. Because I didn't really You're want the lollipop the cricket, bro? Time. Yo, those things are crunchy, bro. You sure you want the I cricket? I want the cricket more than the worm. Yeah. I like uh, those. That's what she You, can, you didn't yeah, get no ants? Though. I'd rather an ant. I thought Sorry. you was getting ants, too. Is that I, what you want? I'm you guys turn your nose up at that? I'm the, not going <laughs> to participate in this aspect of things. Okay. Just gonna, well, I you really going to eat the cricket? Yeah, I'm going to go I'm gonna go cricket. Um, but uh, You got the cricket. But they're here. They're here. If anybody wants it. I know you said you were hungry earlier, Tanisha, so we do have some I feel kind of hypocritical because I'll eat a steak. Yeah. I eat chicken. I eat. What's there? One per pack? Lobster and. There's not many. There's like six in a. In a there's pack. a few. I think I got worms and beetles. I'm not sure. No, it's just worms and really, uh, crickets. I, I am really mad that it's that there's white chocolate. I'm almost I know. more grossed out by the white, by the white chocolate. chocolate. Yeah, I was disappointed. Than the fact that it's worms and crickets. <laughs> yeah. I just like the stuff that, that comes see, out of them when you. Let me step see on one of those, bro. Okay. Are you gonna eat one? I'm definitely gonna try one. You gonna eat I'm one? I'm gonna try one. Yo, I'll, I'll eat something. All right, he gets some over there. All right, cool. I feel like so, I have um, to because I didn't do a lollipop last time. If y'all are gonna okay. eat it, I'll eat it. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, oh, yo, this is, what is this? Do not even uh, look. What the hell? Oh, there's yo. worms yeah. and crickets. That's a worm. That ain't no cricket. So. Uh, <laughs> Take a worm. What are these baby crickets? crickets? It's gonna be chewy. You know, I like I these because you, you don't see eyes, nah, you don't I'm, see legs, I'm good. you don't see. Uh, as far as I know, this is just a peanut. There's a peanut in here. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. all. You know, I don't. This is just. It's almond joy. It's like right. you get the uh, the, let's the just Harry do, let's Potter just jelly beans. Do, let's do one right now and get it out of the way. Okay. All right. I, I think I have a. Cricket. All right. I'm that shit is huge. Masai. I got a worm. Let me see what Masai has. Let me see. This is a chocolate covered cricket. Bottoms up. That's gross. I got a worm. All right. Oh my god. I'm gonna just chew it right into the mic. See my mouth right now. I can't. Fuck that. You didn't eat it, bro. You didn't do it. <laughs> this is this is actually good. It just That's tastes delicious. like it tastes like chocolate. Fuck, fuck, it. Fuck, no. it. fuck it, fuck it, down the hat. Do it, do it. He's doing it. Oh, he's doing it. Give me a kiss, baby. Give me a kiss. It was nothing. It was nothing. It oh, yeah, like honestly, it tastes like, like chocolate. It tastes like chocolate. One it was like a little crunch to it, but oh, you ate a cricket. I ate a worm. I ate a worm, but the worm had crunch. I ate a cricket. 
We'll I'm still crunching. There's still a little, <laughs> still little residue in my mouth, though. I'm not I even going to I got, like, lie. wing in my teeth or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's why I'm sipping. That's why I'm sipping on this. I'm chasing it with this, oh. this liquor. Right, I'm, I'm going to go get myself some of that, too. Hold up. I'm going to this four bike <laughs> thing added for the rest of the two hours that we got. So, <laughs> yeah. right here. You guys are great. Interesting. Uh, we did it. We did it. Oh, we didn't cool. spend too much on you. Fuck um, it. You only live once, right? Yeah, YOLO. Did any of you guys post that stupid Facebook status? No. No. Everybody that was doing that shit, I was laughing at it. Okay, so there was a... Uh, internet hoax going around It comes around every year or two And uh, it was like Oh they want to see a pic Of what we're eating Oh okay Can you do a picture Oh good They so think, they think, they think we playing They think we playing yeah. My boy Joe Fellow Think we playing I'll post the package uh, too Because the package Is really funny warm. I like the, Let me eat the Before what? there's only The white chocolate oh, ones left get, me, yeah, get, a, wanna... get a picture of Jody Eating that joint right now no, Mealworm status Mm-hmm. 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 That's why Nate is like, this scotch is so good. <laughs> wow. Washing it down with these. This, turned into like, this show just turned into like lame ass Fear Factor. We just, <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. Speaking of Fear Factor. Really? I did Fear Factor one time. We we went bowling. My daughter was there and we had to eat uh, snails. We drank clam juice. It was crazy. All types of all types of weird shit. Clam juice? Clam juice. Plain clam juice? Or plain like pasta you can buy that. Yeah. No, plain clam juice in the bottle. Oh, that's pretty gross. It was disgusting. It, had, it still had sand in it and everything. Oh, it was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. um, so nobody posted the status then The, the, the Facebook Absolutely message not. It was no, just like no. You know I you Don't give Facebook permission To release all my information it, it was just Come on bullshit. man I'm smarter than yeah, but that But I was seeing so many people Who were like I honestly Thought You know I just thought They were smarter than that It was so surprising <laughs> to see So many people do that And yeah. Uh, yeah, I was I saw, like disappointed I saw H- a couple hashtag people Hashtag dad uh, jokes uh, Joe Fellow He's like Can I cricket Yes, yes you, you can, can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw a couple people in my feed that I was a little disappointed in too. One of them was the um, Newman guy. Who's Alfred E. Newman? But oh, his yeah. was a joke. Oh, though. Yeah, he was playing around. It was, it was a joke. It wasn't even the real one. Mm-hmm. And I once I, re- but I had to read like three sentences before I realized it. But uh, <laughs> you read it every time straight through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nate reads the iTunes end user agreement. Yeah, I know. I was <laughs> <laughs> click OK, Nate. Yes, I'm clicking it. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> accept, accept, accept. All right. So once again, hit us up at Beach Chat Radio. Um, before we get in the first block of music. Uh, I did want to talk about light, uh, near-death experiences. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You know, I feel like we we are dangerous people. We live on the edge, you know? We're uh, we're entertainers. We're out there. We drink a lot, and we like fire and eating bugs. We're clumsy. So, yeah, we're clumsy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and accident prone. Yeah, that too. Uh, we have bad luck. So uh, have you, uh, have any of you guys had what you'd consider to be uh, a near-death experience that Can, you think you'd like to share? Uh, I'm going to tell a story of when I was doing illegal activity okay come coming home one day Tanisha you want this last cricket no thank you okay <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. coming home one day um, I walk into my building there's a bunch of dudes in the building and I know some of them mm-hmm. and they're there they're like yo Jay what's up now I didn't know that they didn't like me mm-hmm. I didn't know that they were gonna try and rob me I didn't know that they were gonna try and kill me mm-hmm. But this one dude pulls out this shotgun. And this is inside a building? This is inside a building. He pulls out this shotgun. He's like, yo, yo, Jay, come here. Take a look at this. And I'm like, okay, I'm thinking everything cool. How old are you? My age you're doesn't an adult. Oh, you're an adult, though. You're not a kid. I'm not an adult. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, and, this, and so I walk over to dude, and I get there. And somebody else walks up behind me, bang, hits me up the side of my head. Oh, shit. With a pistol. Wow. While he's showing me the shotgun. So I'm like, what the fuck, man? You know what I mean? So I'm trying to f- 
look at ways I can escape and get out of here. I finally come to my senses because I was hit hard. Mm. I had a little scar on my ear and everything. Mm. I come to my senses and I'm like, fuck this. I'm about to get out of here. So I get ready to walk away. My brother comes through the door at the exact time I'm getting ready to walk away. And is and he goes up to the door. He's like, yo, what up, Aaron? He, he knew him. Oh, wow. Wait, so they were trying to rob you and just yes. stopped or something? Yes, they stopped because my brother came in the door. That's awkward. They're just, they're it just was like, awkward. It was so, like, my bad. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so I ran up the stairs and I go, you know, to get my shit and I come back down. Everybody's gone. But I think I think if my brother wouldn't have came in, I would have been killed. Wow. Definitely. Like, because wow. they, they cocked the shotgun and everything. That's crazy. You know, Damn. when I watch movies and people have guns and they hit people with the guns instead of shooting them, I always get frustrated. I'm like, you have a gun. You have a gun. Just shoot them from far away. Yeah, but don't get up I, on I think the gun didn't have any bullets, but the shotgun definitely had shells in it. Oh, really? So like when, buck when, shot. Yeah, when he when he cocked that shit, I seen it. I was like, oh fuck, I'm here. We yeah. go. What I got? How am I gonna get out of this? That's fucking crazy. It well, is crazy. And you probably don't have like twelve dollars on you anyway. That was uh, I know I had I had more than twelve dollars. <laughs> oh, <right>. I had <laughs> way more than twelve dollars. It wasn't it wasn't worth it. I know that. Yeah. yeah. Well, how much did you have? Now I'm curious. <laughs> why don't you Why don't you tell us? I had a couple. Of a handful of chocolate covered worms. There we go. I had, I had a couple of stacks of worms. <laughs> That's all right, what I. All right. So what do you? Anyone else? I don't think so. Nope. <laughs> I, I probably do, and I probably just don't remember it. Oh, uh, maybe, maybe you died. But Boom. did you die? Whoa! Mind blown. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, there was a, and it hasn't been recent, which is why I feel comfortable enough talking about it. But the, I, I like to live uh, not as dangerously. I think. I think I'm, I'm maybe not overly cautious, but cautious enough. Coward. And uh, I, you know, I look both ways before I cross the street, and I try three to times. do too much dumb shit. Especially now that I'm a father, he I feel like all three, he life four is, ways. is precious. My life, maybe a little more so. And um, <laughs> but there was a time when I uh, drove a lot, and uh, specifically from from shows to show to show. Uh, if there was a show in the city, oh, we gotta go to the see the show. Uh, and I felt like the only reason, the only way I could get to the show is if I could convince you know at least a couple of people to come down with me. Let's all go caravan style, go to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. Have a bad habit of uh, drifting off to sleep at the wheel. Oh, bro! Uh, Hold on, hang on. Can we we talk about the words right here? That's not a bad habit. It's a bad habit. A bad habit is like biting your nails. I did a couple times, (laughs) bro. I've I've flirted with with death. I feel like there's a couple of times. There's there's happened at least three times specifically that I can remember waking up driving. Yeah, I've done that too. I feel like wow. I got a bad habit and of beating been, my wife. Are you kidding me? I, I'm not kidding. Like not total kidding. black blackouts. Like, like I've been on the road now for too long. And uh, the, so the first time this happened, I was on the road. We were going to Canada. Oh. We drove from Glenmont. Uh, friends of mine, my buddy Will, who's at my wedding, and some other friends of mine, we're going to see uh, uh, LP. It's like a definitive juke showcase oh, yes, at yes. the Opera House in Cal. Or, uh, sorry, in Canada. So we got to get there And uh, it's whatever It was like a seven hour drive Eight hour drive And uh, it's like it's we, It was kind of on like a whim Like we're gonna We woke up that morning We were like The show's today uh, We had the tickets We can get on Ticketmaster We have to get to Ticketmaster In like seven and a half hours Exactly if we just go there Don't sleep And don't hit any red lights Or stop signs don't We'll just sleep Yeah just yeah, don't just go just We'll be fine <laughs> um, And don't eat any chocolate worms We got there Long story short We made it there In, in the day We made it there uh, There's four of us uh, We make it there And we're in the van We got our stuff we get to the border. We have issues at the border because somebody in the car has got some kind of residue on their license, whatever, whatever. So we get, uh. we get hung up there. We get to the show. Uh, it's almost midnight. By the time we get to the show, we're like, fuck it. This show is going to be over. This is yeah. horrible. Why do we even do this? This is such a bad idea. Uh, turns out uh, half the acts that were at the show uh, got caught up at the border also because they had all this merch they were trying to bring in. They couldn't tax it, blah, blah, blah. So we get their show. 
is just starting. It's amazing. The time of our lives. I could seriously, at that point, die happy. I like. I feel good about it. Like we feel good. That's why your ass drove off the road. We feel real comfortable just doing reckless shit. Like, all right, the show's over. Let's turn around and drive home. Are you kidding me? So we just like we we didn't want to stay in Canada. We didn't know where we were. It seemed like a nice place, but not that nice. And uh, we were like, let's we'll just get back on the road. Now we we're taking turns driving. And uh, it's it's now you know this the sun is coming back up. We're back into our seven hour trip, mm-hmm. and at this point we were taking turns, which were like blasting music as loud as we could because everybody is now ready to fall asleep. And we're like, Fuck, <laughs> gonna go. Why didn't anyone just say pull over? Let's just take a nap right here. We were just trying to get there. It was just like we we're just trying to get home. We were you guys were young home. too, and it was there. We were young. We were yeah. like, yeah, exactly. We were young, and it was just like, hey, we you know, fuck it, we got this. We got this. It's fine. And it's just one of those things, you know. Uh, whoever came up with the 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 rivets in the divider <laughs> in the middle of the, the, road, of the road that is fucking brilliant and it saved my life three times now uh, but that was the big one I was in the minivan I'm driving oh, and I'm, we're, I'm now three lanes of traffic across wow uh, you know oh shit and I'm like <laughs> swerve back everybody in the car then wakes up to, to the swerve and I'm like they're like what was that and I was like oh it's fucking cat and road and I think we should probably and I think at that I was like you know what Will it's your turn to drive it's, you know, so it's about that time and he's like oh, you know what we're gonna pull over I was like alright cool let's do it and uh, so that was bad that was uh, so you pulled over and just slept for a little while afterwards yeah, okay. yeah afterwards but we did you die I, but not on my, we did not die it was very close it was very close another Holy instance shit. driving back uh, in a car it was me and my sister were in the car uh-huh. and uh and I wake up to her, Jody. You know, I'm like just kind of drifting off. It's bad. Uh, I think one other time, the third instance was with Raiders hat <laughs> on the way over here coming tonight. Back, yeah, right. Coming back from a show, and uh, maybe you know, just just late, man. Just late. I I I, I hate just, just driving. I'm not good at driving late at night. Uh, you know, with the lights and the road lines, and I just I zone out. I drift away a little bit. So. Uh, uh, yeah, if uh, if it's just don't if you're in a car with me, yeah, if we're driving more. Don't than be in the car with 15, you. 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. <laughs> you know, I, I don't recommend it. I, you know, like, there's there's a. Um yeah, that's perfect. I keep the AC a, bumping and the music loud. And that there's a Homeboy Sandman show on October 24th. This uh-huh. is down in the city. These, are these shows that I so don't drive die. with Jody. We're gonna already be down there, oh, okay. but we're making we sure that when we come back, Jody is not Jody, driving if he goes. Does your, <laughs> does your son fall asleep in the car really fast? He does. And so this he is got where, that from this you. I got from, from traveling in the car with my mother. In the car. <laughs> Just being in cars uh, makes me sleepy. Traveling on the road. That's like in the general, worst thing. Like things you don't want to hear your cab driver say. Yeah, yeah something about cars makes me real. Sleep. Yo, did your mom used to like drive you to sleep? <laughs> Not to sleep, but we spent a lot of time on the road going back, uh, you know, only on to Poughkeepsie to see my grandmother. We just on the road a lot, long drives. I'm trying I to get to the asleep. bottom of this. Yeah. This is the, the bottom. It's just I fall asleep in Maybe cars. she left you wheel. in the garage. It has door happened closed, at the wheel. Engine running as a child. That could have been. I. Until then, it's just. Uh, you know, I could use a ride. Holy shit. <laughs> I uh, ride. I, see, that doesn't happen to me because when I get tired when I'm driving and I've had to do a lot of shows where I'm driving out far, I just pull over. I don't care where I am. Right. I'm just like, I pull over because I know that you really only need sometimes like 20 minutes of right, sleep right. to that fix your whole man. shit. I do yeah. that I've, I've learned my lesson. Yeah. I've, I've put enough people's uh, lives in danger. I'm lucky that it's one of those things where I feel like with the instance of my sister, she remembers that. The other instance, the passengers had no idea. Uh-huh. No, this is like my confession right now wow. uh, of this. And no. I'm like, I put my own life in danger. <laughs> other people's lives and uh, 
<laughs> we'll laugh about it now. It's fun. Yeah. Now. But Shit. did you die? Um, yeah. So I, I don't have that issue because I, I like pull over and sleep. I don't care where I am, and then it, it only takes a li- uh, little bit of time. I have had a few like gun incidents, and they all happened when I was not doing anything illegal, just co- randomly. Um, I feel like when I was doing dirt, none of that shit never happened, luckily. But I had uh, <laughs> twice police cl- pulled guns on me. Uh, once was on Washington Ave. Uh, the other time was in in Washington Park, and they just thought I was somebody else. And the third time was also a case of mistaken identity. I was coming home from wrestling practice, and this dude just like walked right up to me uh, in front of the Spectrum on on Delaware Avenue. Yeah, pointed a gun right at me, and I was what? Just like, "What the fuck?" It's just this, this, uh, this other um, kid. He was, you know, he was uh, like my age, you know, like a high school student, and. Uh, it's, it's dark It's like night And he's like Yo David And I'm just like I'm not David <laughs> and, he, and he just like This is before my bad But he just like Puts the gun down Like squints at me And he, and he goes Oh sorry And he just like Walks away <laughs> Damn I, I don't think I ever Got home so fast In my life I was like What the fuck You changed like, your pants to too right um, But the closest I think I actually Came to uh, To dying Was when I When uh, my mother Was pregnant with me uh, She went to um, uh, Albany Medical Center And they told her that I was gonna have some sort of birth defect, and they were like trying to push her to, to abort me because uh, they said <laughs> that's I would not be, even funny. No, I know you laughing at him. No, they said they said I was gonna be uh, deaf and and mute and blind and like a, a, just a bunch of things wrong with me. Uh, they got that wrong. Yeah, right. They, they the, this is way back. You know, this he is might the eighties. Like I guess they hadn't perfected the test then. Uh, so she, they had like told her they like encouraged her to get an abortion. This was early on when she was first doing her prenatal stuff, and they checked the fluid, and it's like, yeah, he's got you know the the, the fluid is saying that he's gonna have uh, either some version of Down system or, uh, Down syndrome or some sort of chromosome disorder. Oh, they might have got that right. Yeah, right. <laughs> so they were pushing her to uh, abort me, and she like spoke. She sought out like religious counsel and stuff. My mother was kind of into. Hopefully, that. at least a new doctor. Yeah, and uh, and um and she just decided I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna uh, abort him. And uh, she had had one child at this point, and you know she's just like I'm just gonna deal with it. If he's if he's disabled, I'm gonna deal with it. And then a little later on in the pregnancy, you know, six months or something. They're like, oh no, ultrasound. He's 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 fine. Oh, now. He's okay. My like, bad. Oh, they're like, my bad. I was like, yeah. Oh, oh. oops, oops, oops. Yeah. Wow. Sorry. Same thing. Sorry. Sorry. Same thing as the guy <laughs> with the gun. Sorry. 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 Oh, it's, it's not Dave. Work. Okay, not Let, Dave. he can stay. Yeah. <laughs> I will. Say, I will say after that, she had the, the rest of her kids at uh, St. Peter's because they don't really push abortion at the Catholic hospitals or whatever. Right. So uh, oh, okay, that okay. was like I was the only of the four of us. I was the only one that was born at uh, Albany Med because she had a bad experience. Like you would go to a restaurant and they mess up the order. Yeah. You don't want to go back. Yeah. Sure. So that was my near-death experience. Wow. What about you, Tanisha? Wow. You're from Oakland, so you probably got 20, 30. I do, but they're not exciting. They're the typical stories like you're out at the side show and somebody pulls a gun mm-hmm. or you almost hit, get hit by a car that's someone is ghost riding. And <laughs> it's not really interesting stuff. It's just, you it's, know. It's just like a Kendrick Lamar video yeah, or something. Yeah, it's like, I got an It's I, just like day-to-day stuff, you <laughs> day-to-day know? Day-to-day stuff. Like, but I, you won't eat a goddamn cricket. But you. <laughs> no, but I, I drank Cisco and um, Mad Dog 2020 and all that stuff, and that was like liquid crack. And then I would get in the car with somebody who was equally drunk, and we would drive around. So, yeah. I've done that before with you. <laughs> You've never done that. <laughs> but so I'm, I'm kind of boring. Go, Nate? You go, Nate? <laughs> yeah, I went, and I didn't have any good... Oh, yo, I got no stories. I got no... I, have I you passed, ever driven man. with Jody? Because you may have a story. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> I got, yo, I I got some stories driving with Nate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, who was, Nate was driving? Nate was driving. Nate almost killed you. 
three, three or four, <laughs> five or six times. Three or four, running, six running times. red lights. Oh, he's just a bad driver. Okay. No, he's a good driver when he's focused on driving. Yeah, but oh, now don't have talk, a conversation. Now when I'm with focused him. on talking to JB gotcha. and Tanisha, gotcha. <laughs> I'm like okay. having in-depth conversations with That's them, and I'm Jay missing was red lights. So quiet and yeah. Oh we yeah. Talking. I was paying attention to the road in case I had to reach over and grab the yeah. damn steering wheel. Wow. But this is important. No. I feel like just we've had a couple incidents where if you're if you're on the road with somebody and you're like in a passenger seat and it's not your just like and I'm guilty of this myself I can't wait to fall asleep in a passenger seat yeah. uh, after, especially after that but it's like it's your job to stay awake and keep your driver in right. yeah. damn straight and, and help navigate and just like say whatever you need to say to keep this person that's driving awake and yep. alive and I feel like I have a long history of sleepy passengers oh, that, so, that leave me hanging so in other words you're victim blaming and uh, so you know entertain me and I'll keep you alive all right? here we wow. go that's yeah. Uh, Let's right. get into the first yeah. block. First block, music. Like that beat shot radio uh, on the break. Go subscribe to our podcast. That's something cool to do while you're driving. Anyway, uh, go to iTunes or, or on uh, Android phone. Just search for Beach Shot Radio. Subscribe. Uh, yeah, and we'll get into the first block. When we come back, we got a lot of stuff to cover. At Beach Shot Radio, boom. Tight times with grinding, tight right, my blunders. Timelines recline and shine flies asunder. Limelight's a price and hindsight's a mother. Fucker. Should have put some more tapes out. Could have took the safe route and freestyle these wild verses on some playground. Say whatever I say style, but I don't play round. This here is all that I pray about. It don't make me better. But to keep it honest, the more you chase perfection, instead it just makes it harder. The more you know, the more you notice you don't know it all. And all your faults come creeping through your psyche. And before you know it, you don't even think you fucking don't no more. The rabbit hole is so deep that you could lose your soul and become a follower. Or the leader of the new school. Paul Prince looking like a peanut butter blues clue, nigga. Full blast when progressing through a session Whether aggressive or pensive I give them something impressive, nigga Pen, pencil, the auto-corrected messaging I'm probably spitting better than Your bestest friend and next of kin And everybody next to them Your nigga, your brother, your kids Or your uncle, your bitch Or your significant other nigga Your mother Or father, sister or something I leave your granny alone Cause mama did raise me with morals I'm sorry, I don't mean to be rude Just know that I'm the dude That raised the stakes of rapping Great from salad price to seafood I'm the truth Fresh lobster with pressed pasta Spaghetti, yo, flows Don't mess with the garnishes Apologies for my pompousness It's hard to fault me when the largest artist is imposters, kid I don't even give a fuck anyway I just do what I wanna do Been doing that since yesterday And the yesterday, yesterday, yesterday. I'm not 
soul Knock, knock, medicine Cousin villain, let myself in Only need a stick of butter cheese And some vitamin D Double O-M adds a mescaline Hang your hat on the steeds A gentleman's testament The rest been sold and told Like the book of Evangel I'ma hold a DVD I ain't seen scandal A handful I owe you Won't miss a brew or two or six Torture the lyrics Mike's a crucifix Fresh new kicks I would put them on seven Them shoes always hurt my corn Might as well return this young shirt is worn torn Got you on the track with the horn Word is born I see you when you're gone To the next event Represent Get paid Big cuzzle Villain message sent Friends bookie the shot burn couples Chips looking from top turn buckles all of your bitch Go against the warrior prince Walking on rose petal metal the 40 the fifth Battle off bars Blasting off dashing off in the Hasselhoff car Mind over matter the fuck the matter with y'all Divine rhyme pattern rock is better than y'all Seeing this spitting new shit infectious lines Clean your ear with the Q-tip and check the rhyme Sean from a drop culture fast It's on site, I might leave a knife in your ass Truly back search outcome Sean's so nice, Coogee rap first album Shit I spit is facts, explicit with the raps But I feel that I'm slipping through the cracks Slipping through the cracks, dipping through the trap Just trying to finish my pack Soon as I get done, I'm gonna get one I'm gonna get some, that's my shit son Slipping through the cracks, dipping through the trap Just trying to finish my pack Soon as I get done, I'm gonna get one I'm gonna get some, that's my shit son Listen I'm out days the hammer Deuce, deuce, sprint, Bruce is outrage and anger Cops got the photo on the Lolo, he's a bitch Pop a shot in his stomach, Manolo shoot the piece of shit Plaza Hotel, cocaine, who is he? Scooty D, music, this shit, the movie to be Stripping in the back, gripping on the back And I'm slipping through the cracks You got fab, I starve Skip drawn, it's on, that's the ballot for off Kidnap a kid if you think I ain't about that Maybe you didn't you did your extra finger to count that Slipping through the cracks, dipping through the trap Just trying to finish my pack Soon as I get done, I'm gonna get one I'm gonna get some, that's my shit, son Slipping through the cracks, dipping through the trap Just trying to finish my pack Soon as I get done, I'm gonna get one I'm gonna get some, that's my shit, son Be Stand on the barrel of a cold forty five. So I think I'm gonna try Everything is hazy and I can't see my lane Demons got me seeing double in the rain If I put the pedal to the metal Take my hands off the wheel Lord, if you hear me Steer 
conscious, I ain't feeling right. My conscience is at ease, saying live your life. Got everything, I ain't missing much, bruh. Got my little paperback, I ain't really fucked up. A woman got my back, so I ain't stressed outside looking in. You can see I'm blessed, huh? Career still intact, got my street cred. Went on with life, thinking that the beast dead. But every now and then, I get flashbacks. Get down on my knees in the ass that dog keep my head on, cause I don't wanna spaz out. Blow back up that 45 and air, nigga, ass out. Stand on the barrel of a car, 45. I'm feeling mad suicidal, so I think I'm gonna try. Everything is hazy and I can't see my lane. Demons got me seeing double in the rain. If I put the pedal to the metal, take my hands off the wheel. Lord, if you hear me, steer. By the sound of the siren, helicopter spotlights illuminate the crime scene. Crowd gathers round trying to find out what the fuck this happened. Wait, wait a minute, time out. I look a little closer at my t shirt. I see squirts of blood just now starting to bleed worse. I've lost, I got blood on my hands though. And then the cameraman starts to pan slow. Realizing what I'm up against. I guess I'm just gonna have to face the consequence. Snap back to reality. Back to I gotta reality. think fast, got some motherfuckers after me. You're so sweet. Check, check. Oh, we're back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I just, uh, I put a packet of uh, chocolate-covered worms on. What is this called? This is just a receiver? A headphone amp. Headphone amp, and I didn't know there was, like, heat vent on top, so it started melting it. Uh, like, once the mystique is gone and the chocolate is gone, it's not pretty underneath. So. Once the bug <laughs> is visible. Yeah, so I'm going to wait for those to harden back up before I finish those. Yeah. This, this cricket and worm have now joined forces they're into one, one. Yeah, they're melding together. Cricket worm. The That's worms. gross. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't cool even. <laughs> <laughs> Play some cool stuff. We had some Sean Price on the break. Uh, what was that first joint you played? Oh, that Pronoun joint oh, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, Shout out to Pronoun, man. Yeah. Um, He's down in Kentucky somewhere. right now. He's uh, from Long Island, New York City. We had him up here for Beat Shot before. But um, he's down in Kentucky right now, and he's doing his thing. He injured his leg. He had surgery. He has about 17 staples. Just got him removed. And he's trying to get back on the road and do more shows. And he's like, I can't do shit right now until my leg heals. Mm. It's messed up. It's messed up. Uh, just but he put out a, a good product. It's a seven-track EP. It's amazing. Please check it out, man. Uh, in celebrity uh, injuries, real quickly, uh, Derek Rose from Chicago Bill. Actually, it's five tracks. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, Derek Rose 
from the Chicago Bulls, he got injured again. This is like his eighth or something time he's had to go out for surgery. So I saw the collective mourning of, of Bulls fans all across social media today. So <laughs> get well soon, Derek Rose. Yeah. <laughs> what were you about to say, uh, Jody? Just on, just to just touch on pronoun again, just like a young guy doing his thing. We we met him, uh, I got a chance to meet him through uh, the young homie Gal, who was doing the radio oh, yeah. show at WCDB. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Gal. Oh, right, 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 right. I think they were, they were both really good friends in Long Island and uh, kind of came up together doing music stuff together and uh, Gal had him on his show and just from the moment that I met him I could just tell that this guy had this like the ill fire uh, lit under his ass he was, he was excited about music um, willing to freestyle to any percussion sound available and uh, and and it was just nice man the and willing just, to freestyle for about an hour yeah just, or more just like, dope 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 crazy talented and, uh, and actually so I, I feel like so he just broke his leg and I feel like the very first time that we had him at Beach Shot he had his he leg. had an injury messed yeah, it up was another, yeah. it was another injury but it didn't stop him from actually getting to the show and, right. and performing and uh, I think two years in a row he was the very first opening act for Beach Shot Fest and uh and just brought it down, you know, mm-hmm. put his stamp on it, and and owned his, you know, his fifteen minutes. And uh, I got nothing but love for the kid, and I support everything he puts out. So I'm yeah, excited dope, when he man. puts out new shit, and this one is uh, is dope as well. This crew's dope too. Everybody's everybody that he's working with is just putting absolutely, out. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of broken legs, the goods. Um, one thing that's difficult to do if you have a broken leg. <laughs> Is is dance? Uh, Good tra- great transition. Thank you. Uh, so when I was at the the <laughs> Taina show Thursday, uh, True Master came in, and of course True Master loves to boogie, right? So he, he like walks in dancing. It's like Saturday Night Fever, and he immediately like you know he just gets we'll go, goes right to the front. No There's new just dances like, though. No new dances. No new dances. <laughs> old, old, just doing a robot the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, he walks right up front. There's you know there's just like a sea of women dancing and just like a bunch of dudes in the back just holding beer. Right. And um he just starts you know immediately starts dancing and uh, that wasn't a rap show though why, why did it sound like that it sounded like a rap show I feel like that's just kind of general like just the way people like the way people dance like if you're a guy even at a at a, a you know R&B show or a soul funk show the, the level of dancing is different if you're a guy for the most part the guys were just kind of in the back you know bopping and moving a little bit mm-hmm. um, and the women were like really like straight up cutting a rug you know in front of them and then True walked in and he was just right there with them you know like yeah. spinning Dan- them around dancing with the women yeah yeah, yeah. And by the way, women love that. Women oh, yeah. love that. You get they points do. for that. They do. Which which begs the question: what, At what point did dancing kind of become like corny for men to do a hip hop? Like as hip hop got even more and more hyper masculine, and and it started where dancing was cool, busting yeah, a move, and Kid and Play was dancing in the houses, and like um, Tupac was dancing, Hammer had a dance, and you know, uh, it's just like dancing was such a cool thing. It was totally fine for right, for men right. in hip hop to dance all the time. Yo, um, Big Daddy Kane. The Humpty Kane. Dance. The Big Humpty Daddy Dance. Yeah. Big Daddy Kane. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, now, to, I feel like if that were to happen today with the, with your average, like, mainstream top rapper, he was just, like, dancing his ass off, they would just laugh at him. And then w- this whole, like, um, my niggas don't dance, we just pull up our pants. Like, it right. became a thing. Like, the, you, if you dance, you're, you're you're corny. Right. When did that happen? And, why, like, what can we do to fix it? We need to change it. And and I'm, I feel like a hypocrite because I don't dance because I grew up in that era when I'm just, like, I'm list- I listen to Nas with my headphones up and I just, like, Gyrate a little and that's it. I was, I was, I was yeah. thinking about this a little bit, and I and I'm not a historian on it, and I, but but what makes sense to me is 
uh, when I when really what I was thinking about was was the choreography and dancing and hip hop videos and, and really when I started noticing that wasn't there anymore and I had to think about when I noticed it was there and it was more of like the R&B videos that I would notice first and to me I think about obviously Michael Jackson I think about Usher for kind of like my generation yeah. like the guy that I saw in the videos dancing and being like I want to do that shit mm-hmm. that and we just danced out of his shoes or back into it or when like Genuine was dancing with the <laughs> like, like that shit was cool to me um, but it's R&B though but they can R&B. dance still. And that, like, and they're that, still like, that was where so so I feel like the I can't even think of the last like I remember Missy Elliott as far as like hip hop videos in general was really cognizant of like we need choreography we need people dancing well, it, was even Diddy, it was Diddy like the, the Harlem Shake and like sure. that, you know I feel like that was when it was take still alright G-Dap was doing a little bit and uh. then Mace used to dance a little but then it just became like no we just collectively dudes were just like we're no longer dancing in hip hop you know I remember I, I'm sorry no go ahead please I remember a quote a hip hop artist said to me I became a hip hop artist so I didn't have to dance do you recognize <laughs> that quote? sounds like something I would say That's did I say that? I think I did say that you said that Masai said I I said why aren't you dancing because Kiki was like cutting a rug Kiki loves to dance oh yeah I'm like well why aren't you dancing he said I became a hip hop artist so I didn't have to dance yeah I, might, still I probably cool. said something similar yeah. I mean I feel I don't feel that comfortable on the dance floor I feel more comfortable yeah. I mean I, I'll two step I'll uh-huh. barely two step but I feel way more comfortable DJing behind the booth yeah. You know, I might two-step behind the booth, too, but... That's it, though. I, I don't have this comfort level that is important yep. when it comes to picking up girls on the dance floor. I do not have this comfort level with dancing, Absolutely. and especially with girls. I get... Yeah. I don't know. No, it's, I agree. And I, and I think yeah. this is kind of... That's uh, crazy. I really think this is kind of uh, related to just patriarchy and, like, me- this is a guy thing. Men started this. We made it like, okay, dancing is now feminine as it's related nah. to hip-hop. I don't know. Nah. I don't, I don't think know. So. Nah. In hip-hop, bro, it became... Bro, as hip-hop nah. became more misogynistic, Listen, and they were like I DJ I rap I dance I don't give a shit What anybody says And but sometimes then, yeah, but Sometimes my dances Are just I'm humping Or I'm, <laughs> I'm two stepping Or I'm really out there And I'm really cutting the rug It depends yeah, on how I'm I, not, I feel I'm not saying but, that It doesn't happen Like you true And there's a people, some people That dance But I'm saying mm-hmm. as, a, as a rule As rappers stop dancing And people that Are the closest to Like you know uh, Contemporary hip hop It just kind of Became like an unwritten rule Or a written rule My niggas don't dance We just pull up our pants That you just don't dance Because so we you can't, can't get look jiggy cool with that shit No, no well you can't yeah, that's the thing. We need to we need to bring it back because I think a whole generation of of uh, of men felt like we you know I can't dance and uh, I I no longer feel comfortable dancing and if I do dance I'm gonna be I'm gonna be called you know gay or just like made fun of for you know how I move and stuff. So it like until all the guys are dancing with all the women and the guy that was yeah, yeah. calling me gay yeah. is not doesn't have but any woman to dance with. I kind of agree with that. That it is like there are all these parameters that people want you to live within. You can't be a real man if you if you dance you can't be a real hip hop artist you're not real uh-huh. and it is that super masculinity that really did stop all the dancing so you're saying Big Daddy Kane and Scoob and Scrap no, wasn't super, no, super masculine no they're super masculine but I, I think a new this nigga fucked Madonna yeah, yeah. but you know honestly <laughs> that's disgusting that's not manly I think only that, a few hundred people can yeah. make that claim but I think that like I remember when Will Smith did like do get jiggy with it and like he yeah. would dance and everything and I think a lot of hip hop artists Decided 
that they're dancing. To distance themselves from yes. that, though, Will Smith. Yes. Nobody, Listen, nobody wants to be associated with Will Smith. They didn't want to be corny. Yeah. Um, I don't agree with that. I, I love to see people, because dance is, dancing is an expression of joy. Right. And actually, dancing is an expression of war, too. Warriors would dance before mm-hmm. going to war. Mm-hmm. So it's actually a very masculine thing, if you think about it. But now it's become this thing where you can't, men can't do a lot of things now because then you'll be stigmatized as gay or suspect or See, and that's you know, damaging in itself because we yeah. act like being called gay is some horrible thing like uh, yeah. you know uh, what were you going to say Nate? oh Oh, don't let me stop you. No, no, that was. I was just want to interject that real quick. Okay, because, okay. Because like we we need to get past this fear of being called gay because it's like that shouldn't even upset you to start with. But when when gay has this negative connotation and you get called gay for just expressing yourself in any way that's not super hyper masculine, it's it's uh, damaging to even take that as an insult. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I would say that you're all wrong and you're all old. <laughs> white man all, talking. Can you do yeah. white devil's advocate? <laughs> I didn't say. Oh, he's not here today. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I'm sorry. That's all right. But it's okay it's coming from my heart you're all wrong and you're all old because the truth of the matter is is that there are dances in hip-hop today whether you're talking about um the nene or hit the quan or stanky leg uh-huh. or I, I how many uh, what, others what is Smur- the smutty dance the smutty <laughs> yeah, dance but exactly. they're like so far away from dance like they're so they're slight gestures nah. they're like gestures that's the thing about, like how it went. I'm smutty dancing like right now hip-hop nobody sees like, me but I'm doing it okay we're, we're gonna remove the dance element from at least the music video yeah. per se that then the dance culture kind of creates its own pocket of stuff when you have movies like like yeah. the movie Rise and the uh, yeah. the crumping culture and yeah. like that whole where it's like alright well you're not going to showcase dance we're going to do our own little pocket of underground stuff and then make it so large that you have to showcase it yeah. Yeah. now that it's in everybody's face and you're wondering why everybody's moving like this what's that kid doing over there you know what yeah. I mean that shit looks cool what's that about you Mickey I mean? Facts Mike Arson just put out a video about four months five months ago four months ago and it and it showcases Deshaun skills oh, in there yeah, yeah, tap yeah, dance and he's, he's ill as hell he's ill and I commend him And he's masculine It's nothing gay about that dude I'm not saying but No I know you're not saying that I'm just saying For for instance Both rappers in that video Were not dancing That's my point Like why Why do young Why do a lot of and, and I won't even say All young rappers I'm just saying Especially in New York I think it became a, We're too cool for that stuff And I think that's part of the reason That the South kind of took off and, and the Bay Area When they were able to let loose more And we were all kind of in Nas uh, You know Locks D-block mode And we're just like We're too cool for that stuff Right And uh, and then like that Fat Joe song came out And everyone kind of started looking down on dancing I think after what the it is, Shake era. I think what it is, you have to create the songs for people for to mu- dance. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. The music has to fit the mood. Exactly. So if you're creating songs where I'm talking about, uh, they shooting, uh, made you look, you a slave to a page in my rhyme book. Nobody's going to really want to dance to that. And you're not going to see Nas dancing to that. But yeah. I bet you he'll dance to Cherry Wine. Uh-huh. You know so what I'm saying? So you're so saying the music is like, has to it's like the art mu- imitating arguably. art. <laughs> I like this. Yeah. But at the same time with that Nas joint, you play that and you got some people boys in a the house they're gonna start breaking yeah right. people will dance to right. that where yeah. there's a I dance to that thing. all the time yeah. Yeah. Where, where if, it's, if, yes. it's in, if it's set up in the right way it's the music will facilitate the dancing right. it's just like the it's we, you kind of have to open the door for that or hey right. like, we, we laid out this cardboard for y'all so it's coming yeah. in the front row you, you know, know dancing I mean? is, yeah and dancing has taken on this kind of new thing lately where I feel like it's it's um, almost following Jamaican culture a little bit a little bit more than it used to in the old days mm-hmm. I mean when you, when you talk about Big Daddy Kane or like Father MC or who were the who were the guys in the '90s that were dancing? Heavy you know, D, and Heavy D. You know, LL danced in two videos. Then he was like, "Fuck that! I'm too masculine. I'm gonna just lick my lips and put oil on my chest." That's what I wonder. From yeah, they were, he um, needs to do. 
too. Really, they were. Uh, Shut I mean, up. but back but th- back then the dancing was part of the performance, and these yeah. days right. I don't think the dance is necessarily part of the performance. But yet there is a dance culture. Some just like in in Jamaica where you have a you create a song around a dance or a dance yeah, around right. a song. I don't really right. know which comes first. The same thing is it's starting both. to happen, and now to hip hop, it's like the chi- what came first, yeah. the chicken or the egg. It's like both, the bo- like Bogle, and, yeah. you know, and whatever yeah. John Bogle was doing in the nineties, and yeah. now yeah. these days, you know, you've got. Jeez, I don't even, you know, there's, you know, so hip-hop is kind of mirroring that where now you have a song to go with a dance and uh-huh. people are doing that on the dance floor, you know. And Ooh, that is right, it. True Master. Onyx were dancers before they were rappers. Ah. They were, they were. A, Yo, lot of, Onyx, a lot of these dudes just stopped, like, once it became not cool Yo, anymore. For, first of all, this is... Look, Onyx had some good songs, but yo, they started out as a house group, didn't they? Oh, yeah. They just wanted to be signed, and they right. didn't care how they got yeah, signed. Their right. image they, is total bullshit. Yeah, their image is, is total farce, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, but um, you could tell because Sticky I mean, Fingers got beat up songs. by the white dude on MTV during spring break. Whoa. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, <laughs> back home. I digress. Who, who could you guys see? Incorporating choreographed dances into their hip hop. Who's rapping in the capital district right now? Or, or in the capital or district? Let's say, let's well, just because we're here, Bro, when we're here. Let, let, let me, let's be clear. Before. Let's be clear. I was the only one up here doing it. J- JB's <laughs> doing it. I, I was the only one doing it. I I had Nate's wife dancing for me. Yep. <laughs> you know what? He loves to mention that. I love to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's turning. Nate's turning red. I know, and she's got a pair of his fucking panties. Oh. <laughs> Every once in a while, she'll wear those things. That's like an like, instant like boner killer. If that ever happened, like if that ever happened, like you're about to get it on, and she got on JB panties, I'm just leaving. I'm just like, I'm just like, listen, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? Those panties are tagless too. Oh She's good God. money. She's good money. But Jody, only ones up here because I like Mike Larry Drawn. His music is so high energy, and you're not doing a choreographed dance. You just move it, wilding out, yeah, yeah. wilding yeah. out to his music. I love it. Like yeah, I love when he gets up out. there and performs. Oh yeah. And, and so, so there's that. So for me, there's there's a few. There's only a few Merc. artists that I feel. Well, I can get lost in the music so much that yeah. I will oh, just yeah. dance my yeah. ass off. I go to a Merc show and my head is freaking banging. Fan I, was the I big one with a headache for oh, me. Seeing yeah. these guys perform, like yeah. I could not stand still. You could not stand still. Yeah. Uh, recently, Black Milk and yeah. the Matt Turner band. Oh, that, that freaking that show was so still amazing. That kind of shit. You know what I mean? And again, I don't have any like. There's not a single I wish routine I saw that. I wish I was or like. Oh, okay, so I'm gonna put the bro, arm man. to the hands and move. Like, there's no cognitive thought that's like, all right, I'm doing this dance move here, but I'm not standing still. <laughs> I can't. I just can't. I gotta move. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So. uh I, I hear that. So that's I'm why thinking, I said earlier, the music creates the mood. Right. Like you, feel you have to make the music that's going to create the mood right, that right. makes you want to so, dance. So who who now that's rapping that we've seen perform, especially maybe a hundred times, yeah. a bunch of times before that could incorporate dance and get away with it now. Grizzly Gatto. Where's the guy? Yeah, there's one. Yeah. On the top of my head as well. I think like, Odyssey music you want to dance to, but he does not. He's like really laid back. Odyssey right? you know? is just chill. He's, he's like, mad chill. So just like Jay Z has that chill demeanor. Right. Um, black, even Black Milk had a chill demeanor. Um, Homeboy Sandman, like these guys are just like so cool, and you could yeah, dance to their Sandman's, music. Sandman's Sandman is very energetic though. Right. Even he's though he like, has the yeah, cool yeah. demeanor, he's like, and that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. on that freaking stage, control, and you're like, holy shit! How are you rhyming for two hours and you're not tired? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I want, I want to see more more artists, uh, especially like male hip hop artists, kind of bring that back, and, and especially to as it relates stage, to New York. To I'm not dancing to the bro. stage, not like that. To videos, like because yeah. I remember being, you know, in middle school and laughing when I would see rappers that new dance. Video that came yeah. out today. Have oh, you guys yeah. seen oh, see Kanye West perform live? 
Oh yeah, Kanye dancing. He dances, dancing Kanye. Yes. He dances yeah, in the crowd like, too. I feel yeah. like he's like the one of one that yeah. really brings. Kanye is always on beat. Shout out to uh, Intel. That's his like favorite Kanye meme. That you just put any music behind Kanye West dancing. It's always on beat, no matter <laughs> what. <laughs> he's like the drunken master of. Yeah, yeah. You think he's gonna fall? Like he's like, yeah, yeah. he fell. He just yeah. fell, but he like picked himself back. He's he so like rolled it. out of it and like he's back on. It's like, when he did so Jesus dope. walks and he was uh-huh. even doing like um. He was rapping in the video and he was dancing and he was doing like a church dance, like mimicking a minister or right, what a right, preacher right. would do. Like that got me hyped. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so crazy. Like uh-huh. True uh, Master you know, just chimed the, in and said, what yeah. about Giant Gorilla Dog thing? They dance in there. Oh, dance. hell yeah. Definitely. They did the, uh, my, they did the Men in choice. Black dance at yes. the last yeah. show. Yes. Yes. They did the whole choreographed Men in Black dance. So that, that was, was dope. dope. Yeah. It needs to come back. We got we to gotta take it like It's make cool, it cool to again. dance. We got to make it cool again. I'm upset It's on you. It's on you. Next performance. You got to get a dance routine. Beat out of me when I was in middle school. I think I attempted to dance like once or twice in public, and it, it just like I think I got laughed at once. Don't let them no, hold no, you no, down. No, Don't no. let them hold you so, down. No, no. Here's here's the thing. So so I passed. So I was just like, okay, I just won't dance ever again. So now that I'm back to the age where I like, oh, I, I really missed out on this. It's like been beaten out of me. You know, I went through that whole phase where dancing's not cool. I I, I listen to Locks and Nas, and they don't dance. So I it's like I missed that whole. Uh, I like missed the boat on when it. You two step. It's like yeah, like I can't do it. So like so I, yeah. So I. Like I was, I was of that era when in New York, when oh you're dancing, you might as well put a shiny suit on and sign, sign the bad boy, you know. Like that's we, we were, when it became yeah, bad, Remember? and we were all yeah. laughing at that yeah. shit. Yeah. And yeah, I, I didn't want to yeah. be anything yeah. related to that, so I just like missed, I missed the boat on that. Um, so yeah, so maybe so I'll bring maybe I'll bring back. Fault, cause Biggie you should bring it back. But you know it's what's Puffy, it's Puffy's fault. Puffy's but you know what? <laughs> you know what's crazy about all of that? Yeah. Getting jiggy with it, right? Will Smith. You know Nas wrote that, right? We we talked about. You know we talked about. That. Not Nas, I guess, wrote part of it. Part I was, of it. He was, I, I was in talking the studi- about this he was at your in wedding, the studio Joey. with Will Smith when the song yeah, yeah. was being recorded. And, and, and he, he helped says, with the yeah, verses. he said he he attributed a few lines to him, so he yeah. did technically ghostwrite that. And I think he got a writer credit for that too. Yeah, he yeah. Did. And and uh, yeah, but you're right. It's a good point. Like these guys, some of these guys who are writing these hit records that are um, like dance music for other artists, their own music is not like that. Like right. Nas would never put out getting jiggy with it or That's or Men in Black, which I think Nas he was in the studio for no dance moves. No, no dance moves. What if he did the whole thing? Slide, with, just slide. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like slapping the shit out of Will Smith he's in like, the I studio. Got, I got this thing that really won't work on my next album, but I think it's perfect for you. All right. So speaking of uh, music, we're gonna do uh, Final Jeopardy questions in a second. But Jody, you had um, a really uh, you had a, you've been studying basically music from this summer, the third quarter, and uh, we spent a lot of time on this show, like talking about social issues and race and all these other things. So I think we get a, away from music a lot, and uh, we kind of wanted to bring it back this episode so this summer what have we missed I know Nate and uh, JB you had input on this too uh, what have we missed what should we be checking out what should we have been listening to in July and August that we could catch up on now that it's too cold and the blood moon is over and there's That's no right. reason to leave our house the, the hype has passed yeah. and the real has come back to roost yes so right, tell so us some stuff this is this is Lobo's third quarter review this is it and this is uh, this, I feel like there was a lot of stuff that came out there was a lot of stuff uh, this was the summer of I feel like regardless of whatever's out people are talking about Drake and Future, they're talking about Drake and Meek Mills, they're talking about Fetty Watt, they're talking about a lot of stuff that I see the conversation gets derailed when people, and it's like people that don't even necessarily like like a certain thing, but they'll talk about it ad nauseum where it's like, why don't you talk about what you enjoy? So this is my list of, uh, while I ignored the musical bullshit that was out there, uh, this is stuff that I caught and was like, this is this is dope. Do you want a hashtag for this segment so people can tell you stuff they're listening to? Um, can I, I am curious, yeah. Can I uh, say something real quick, please? Nope. Just backtracking. Shout out to uh, Kendrick Lamar. He was 
dancing in his new videos, by the way. He was in, oh, yeah, in all right. He, yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, okay. So, yeah, he, he danced a little yeah. bit. You're, you're yeah. right. But, okay, dope, good. I appreciate that. I, I, I like that. And Kendrick was dope. And, uh, and you know, we... As many of the elements as possible that can be involved in music. It's, it's kind of something what I look for. So when... when uh, when I'm looking through some of this new music, and I, you know, it's some people are like, how do you even know where to find all this shit? Where do you get it from? I'm, you know, I'm subscribed to a few mailing lists. I'm, you know, I watch a couple of blogs. I check some, some some certain stuff out. But more importantly, I feel like I listen to what I like and follow artists that I enjoy, as opposed to waiting for the radio to tell me what to listen What's to. Listening? Right. Smart. Which is, I think, is smart. And I feel like we're we're all technologically capable of making our right. own musical decisions. There's no reason why we should be listening to all the bullshit that we really listen to. Speaking of musical decision, and, uh, how do you feel about? Hashtag Lobo's List. Lobo's List is good. Cool. At B-Shot Radio, he's going to read his uh, some of his picks for music. If you have any to add to it, hashtag Lobo's List at B-Shot Radio. What do you got for us? So, uh, I, I got a couple I got a couple things. So, the very first one, just uh, early uh, July, the very first album that, that came out that I was like, all right, dope, it's summertime, Apathy. Uh, I know Nate mentioned that he wasn't a huge, huge Apathy fan. Nah, not really. I, I've always loved his sound. He's just a dope uh, Northeast artist. He's got a good, you know, he does his own production. It's got a, it's just got kind of like dope boom bap. And he's just talking about stuff that I think is like it's what I want to hear in a summer album. It's 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 just it's raw, it's gritty, it's fun, it's kind of tongue in cheek. There's something for the ladies, something for this guy. It's uh it's just kind of like standard northeast dope, gritty, raw vacation. I fucks with apathy. I mean, I, I like apathy. I've known apathy for a number of years. Um, I think his style has always remained the same. I'm not saying he hasn't elevated, but he's remained the same. He's remained consistent, crazy consistent. So so I like. Apathy, and I also know that he's working on an album with my boy Sev Static. So that's a that's another thing. I like. Oh, apathy. really? I like him. I like the dude. I like the sound. I followed the the career for the last few albums, and it's always it's always pretty good. And this one was called Weekend at the Cape. Uh, short one, nine songs. Right. Worth checking out. Highly recommend it. It'll feature a Blackistan on there. Uh, a couple other joints that are dope. Now, so for with this list, I brought some music. I don't know if we're gonna play all of it, but I what I did was I for every album that I reviewed, kind of just took a listen to. I got all right. The First song off of each album. Just if you want to give them like a taste. All right, all right. Uh, Where's the, the Apathy joint? I'll rock the Apathy joint uh, right now. Here, hold on, hold on. Here we go. Here we go. So this is just like a, a first, just a taste. My legacy can't be beat Cause my victories outshine every defeat I used to blow dough for clothes Now I'm reaching the peak of tax write-offs Cashing in sneaker receipts I'm a creature from the deep Got freaks that'll creep Drop knowledge and raps But most people are sheep Grim reaper the beats I put speakers to sleep The way I What's the name of this joint? Cause well, this one's called uh, The New England Royalty That was pretty dope actually I didn't hate it's that It's solid I, I think it, again He does his own production It's always uh, musically like the, Just like like gritty, lush samples, good drums, and just he's always just rapping about cool shit. Cool. Uh, so, so that was a good one. We're checking out for sure. Uh, the next album that that was on the list there that I was checking out, uh, this one was from uh, a little left of center from uh, left of center from a lot of the hip hop stuff that I listened to. But it was the Internet was the name of the band, and the album is called oh, yes. Ego Death. This was the uh, uh, Sid the Kid, who was a uh, a frequent uh, collaborator with Tyler the Creator and uh, and uh, an instrumentalist producer. Uh, within the Odd Future camp This is her and her band And it was just Dope, dope, dope project, man It was uh, kind of like uh, Dirty after hours jazz With like a syrupy Kind of like glitch hop Kind of thing going on What's the name of it? The name of the album is called Ego Death. What's the name of this song? This name of this song is called Getaway. Getaway. And again, the first this is the first song that's playing right here. It's dope. I love her voice. 
the band is crazy. It's just like it reminds me of like oh, like dope. I said like the jazz lounge mixed with like the after hours at like Kenneth's taste bud when it's like the lights are low and all you can hear is the bass and shit. And Royce, just, shout out to Royce. It's just <laughs> no. It was a Royce's Royce. Sorry, I get too confused. But the just dope, man. Uh, That's dope. And uh, musically, like the songs themselves, it's kind of like back to the R&B thing a little bit, which I, like I feel like I haven't really got into a really great uh, female R&B singer in a while since like Aaliyah passed. Like that long since I've been kind of out of the loop. She reminds me song-wise of like the 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 Monicas, the Brandies, um, the TLC. Some of that energy of like these great kind of female anthems, kind of like you know broken down into these really grungy, uh, dope kind of blues songs, and you know just it's just grimy. Definitely worth checking out. Uh, so the next one on the list, uh, we got to Vince Staples. So this project here kind of snuck up on me as like my favorite of the summer. It got to the end of the summer. I'm like, damn, I'm still bumping this album. I like love every track on it. Really? Do I need to re-listen to that? I, it's something that was, wasn't was on my radar as, as even as him as an artist. He had a couple of features on like the Earl Sweatshirt album, some of the other Odd Future stuff. He's got his own crew out in California that he, they're doing music with. He had uh, something with Mac Miller that I think he was introduced to people on those projects. Um, somebody, I don't even know what prompted me to pick this one up, but somebody that I, whose musical opinion Lift I appreciate. Me up. This is Lift Me Up. Uh, I was like, check this album out. I checked it out. And it's just a nigga. Dope, it's, uh, again, almost the entire album is produced by No ID, who I'm a huge fan of production-wise. Yeah, No ID is dope. A couple other tracks by Clams Casino, who I'm also a huge fan of. I thought and, uh, Clams only did one track. It's like two, it's, it's a double disc. And Clams has got like one on the first disc and one or two on the second. That's why I missed the other one. Okay, and okay. So, and mostly by No ID. And uh, I like all the production. I can't lie. I like all the production, but I'm just not a... It's good. It's good. I'm not a fan of Vince Staples, but it's good. I have a yeah. hard time really getting into really getting into a lot of the younger artists. Uh, and from from a standpoint of like one, yeah, if it's like this guy and, and he's famous because he has his little dance on Vine, like I'm not checking that shit out. Mm. If he's got little in his name, I'm probably not going to check that mm-hmm. shit out. Uh, I have a I have a long so list of like qualifiers I'm short. before I get there. What if I'm called yeah. Lil Lil JB? I, as long as this it would be the truth. You're gonna be single and Jody's. But Vince Staples is on my checklist too. Like, like along with like Casey Veggies. Like, there's there's like a whole crew of them Very that I'm good. like at least checking for and hoping that they're doing something good. It's so great. when I first heard the Vince Staples album earlier, you know, I, I was just really checking out the the preview. You know, the 30 second previews on Amazon or whatever. Right. But none of those previews actually caught my attention, so I totally ignored the album. It's kind of a slow burner, and it's like uh, it's interesting to me because there's like it's uh, concept wise is very similar to me to uh, like Kendrick Lamar's Good Kid Mad City okay. where it's the story of it's kind of this concept album he's talking about the summer when he was 13 years old it's him and all his friends uh, and just a bunch of shit goes down in the streets of California and he kind of like makes it out alive okay. at the end of the album oh, all right. and, um, so it's kind of it has it has that feel to it it's got this really uh, grimy kind of like post-apocalyptic feel to it like where every song has this like almost like uh, impending dread to it yeah I, that might have been I what like, kind of like put me off. I'm not quite sure, you know. I I've realized more and more, and I feel like that when I'm always saying like, you know, don't watch that video; it's depressing. Don't click on that shit; it's depressing. Yeah. I think I enjoy depressing music. I oh, like shit. really enjoy like moody, dark, hey, yeah. depressing music, and I think that's how I get like that that emotion in, as yeah. far as intake. Like that's how I prefer it. I prefer it like musically, uh, and yeah. I think this is a really great album for that. And there's a there's a certain line between, uh, you know. I'm a rapper. Uh, I'm young. I want to get my shit out. I want. He's got this line where he says, uh, 
something to the effect of, uh, uh, you know, I need to fight the power, but I need that new Ferrari. You know what I mean? Where it's like, it is kind of like the perfect, like, in a nutshell, what this album's about. Where it's like, right. this young guy, I'm chasing a dream, but uh, there's almost this, like, this uh, survivalist mentality that's there. And uh, it's dope. I, I really enjoyed this album, and I think there's a lot hidden under, like, these kind of, like, on the surface murder anthems where it's really almost like a self defense, uh, again, survivalist kind of thing. We okay. made it out of all of this instead of, yeah. uh, uh, I'm here happy to participate in all of this. Um, very dope though I, I highly recommend that when Vince Staples Summertime 06 definitely worth checking out uh, and I think it's one of those albums that was a summertime album but again the mood of it and the feel it'll I think it'll it sonically will, will live on very nicely in the fall and winter because it's got one of those gritty uh, dark feels okay. highly recommend it okay uh, next on the list there I had uh, uh, Static Selector he had another uh, he's always uh, dope. always always quality with it Static Selector I love this joint too the production Crazy. Another Northeast uh, producer, I think he's from Massachusetts, and uh, he's just got that sound. Real, real classic production on every track. Uh, this particular album. Wait, let it rock. Yeah, wait, let it say something. This one featuring uh, Rhapsody. This track right here. Dope, dope. That's 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 Rhapsody is is the. Uh, she's the the new draft pick right now. Everybody is feeling Rhapsody, yeah. man. Everybody has her on their joints too. I know Kendrick set her. Yeah, he definitely set it did. off. Complexion ain't entitled. Complexion is entitled. Right there. Stream to a title. I'm coming for all titles too. What? What's a stream to a title? Do y'all get? Do y'all get what she's saying? The verse is crazy. That verse is insane. A lot of highlights on this one. A lot of kind of a, a, a who's who showcase of uh, of current and veteran kind of independent favorites uh, as far as MCs on just really dope uh, lush production uh, for this one. So this is Lucky Seven is the name of the album. It's his seventh studio album. It sat on Duck Down and uh, it came out July seventh. So it's seven seven and then the seventh album is the third. Yeah, Static Selector comes correct. Yeah, all the time. Man. All the time. There's uh, another highlight. So I brought that track because that was the first track after the intro that was like, and it's just banger after banger after banger. Uh, the highlight for me, there's a really dope feature from Your Old Droog on this album. There's a really phenomenal verse from Sean Price where those that are kind of, uh, since he's passed, those are collecting the the discography of Sean Price and trying to get every verse of his to listen to. Um, he's got a really crazy verse where it, it sounds like he's freestyling it and he kind of does a tribute to uh, um, to, to Doom. He kind of like borrows a very mad lib uh, or mad villain flow and it's over a beat that um, that was sampled originally by uh, Mad Lib for the Quasimodo album. And it's just dope. Definitely worth checking out. Is this uh, it? That is it. That is it. Not the top tier. It's actually not top It's the other one oh, that's on not? there. But it's the, the verse is crazy and it's uh, but this is a good one. So this is this another top two classic Sean P verse is definitely worth checking out on the album. Is this it? This one right here. He's got the middle verse. Illigy's got the first verse. Sean P's got the second verse. And it's just Alright, I'll fast forward. It's very dope. Yeah, fast forward if you can. Just leave stains on the nigga curve. The best MC repairing the nigga words. The eight graded grade, the eight holder. Make soldiers shit on themselves, the game over. Clapper got clapping back back. True Masters on Twitter, he said this is your two minute warning. Happy uh, <laughs> Shot Radio. It's good music. Happy Shot Radio, hashtag Lobo's List. And we're going to post this whole list up as uh, soon as we run through it real quick. But this is good. This is a good recap. I don't, a lot of people don't have time to listen to the whole thing. So this it's good to hear like right what we should check out. When you come back to the podcast, you'll be like, oh, this is all right here. Let's yeah, get to yeah. that part. Uh, so after that, uh, another quick one was uh, Ghostface Killer, Adrian Young, 
12 Reasons to Die Part 2. Bro, this was, that came out this quarter? This came out. Yeah, that came, came out in July. That was July. That was July. It came oh, out. Really? Oh, I'm thinking it. of the first one, so right? I didn't like it. Two. I didn't like, like the second again, one, bro. This is, this is the as far as like Wu-Tang albums and like the affiliates and people putting out these albums. This is one I want to hear from Wu members. Like, this is the epitome of that. Like, I listened to Method Man's new album. It didn't make this list for me because I, it, to me, it didn't feel like a Wu album. Really? That's that's just me. I, I, I know how you feel about this. This one... You only gave me an instrumental of that? This one is just an instrumental. I feel like uh, it's cool. We'll talk over it quick. But Adrian Young, Ill Production, he was sampling, uh, you know, a lot of Ill... Essentially, the stuff that, you know, they were that Wu would have sampled, the RZA would have right. sampled to make these albums. Uh, this particular version, this is kind of like peak rap nerd shit, where it's like, the story itself is a uh, a comic book history of the legend of Tony Stark's Ghostface right. character right. on uh, on Raekwon's uh, Only Built for Cuban Links. This is essentially a prequel album to Only Built for Cuban Links, telling the story of, of these characters, these kind of Gambino, Wu Gambinos they created. And uh, I think it's dope. I think the production is classic. I love everything Adrian Young puts out. And... Um, it's it's good, man. It's got a lot of uh, West Coast MCs that you would never see on a, on a Wu album that are featured on here with um, uh, uh, Abstract Root. I think is on there. Some other cats that are on there that are just like just dope. I think that one made the list. You feel different about it, JB? I like the production. That's it. Ghostface. Uh, Ghostface Ghost isn't doing it for me right now. Could I don't be. know what it is what? about Ghost. Ghost is my always been my dude, why, but this. Why, 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 why the fuck you lying? Why you always? That's Right? Oh my gosh! Stop fucking lying. So you're an action Bronson fan? Is that what you're saying? Hell no, no. Actually, I'm not. I'm, I'm waiting to see Ghost go in on Bronson. That's what I want to oh, see. Shit. That's the album I want to see. I want to see Ghost come back real raw. I want to. I want to see him dedicate two or three songs to Bronson, chopping his head off. That's what I want to see. I want to see Ghost go in. I want to see Ghost give me another Le Sure Le Ghost. I want to be in a club dancing to a Ghost Face joint. Right. Wait. How, how, how do you I think, think he came fierce on this album? I don't know. Album. I feel like there's <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it. I was kind of nice. I was like, saying like Cherche. Cherche. I don't Cherche. know. That's Cherche. Definitely how, that's definitely how you say it. So yeah. how did you pronounce it? Don't worry about that. <laughs> I, I, I never repeat that He said sure. He's not saying you can do it again. <laughs> he did that French shit. That was good. Yeah, that, that was, was actually pretty good, man. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Whoopsie. I think it's worth checking out. Uh, definitely check out, check out the first one. If you, didn't get to, if you didn't get into the first one, you might not like the second one. Again, for me, this is what I want to hear from Wu members in the future from you know from this era going forward when I hear a Wu member this is the sound I'm looking for now I, speaking of Wu you said you weren't feeling Method Man's album I thought Method nah, Man's me album either. was was perfect for Method Man Me- I, Method Man has never made a great album to me See, yeah, I, that's love, true. I love. That's true. I love this soul album. True. I really true. Method Man has never made a perfect album. He's made some perfect, perfect songs. Yeah, definitely. He's never made a perfect album. I agree with. So, you. so this Day. album, I'm this album, Day. I'm a fan of Judgment I, I, Day too. I, I but it's not a perfect album. Yeah, it's not. It's. I really like the Red and Meth album. I thought that was. That was a perfect that's album. not. That's not Method Man <laughs> yeah, by himself, yeah, though. Exactly. Like that's different. Just, that's different. Red Man keeps him alive. Meeting each, a each, cricket. Eat your cricket and shut up. Yeah. Eat your cricket and kick it. All right, what's next? Know. What's so next? I got a couple more. Just a couple more. So the next one that I thought was a was a, was a really real real crazy uh, just off left of no. center. This was uh, L Orange and Cool Keith. <laughs> yes, that one was a worm. Uh, that was off center. Astonishing. That was off center, unexpected. And when when they when they announced that that album was coming, I'm like, oh come on, what is this gonna be? I, I like Cool Keith. Is he sitting down? Is he chilling now? Right. And I heard the album. I'm like, holy shit. Yo. 
Yo, yeah. I heard Cool Keith was living over on Orange Street. Cool Keith I got heard. some kids up here. That's what I hear as well. I heard the, the process I heard the that he's got. Had known, I would have brought him over for Beach Hour Radio. <laughs> I heard, I heard, I heard people talking about he was just chilling on Orange Street. Anyway, he's got a, he's got a hub this is around. the joint a hub around here. But this is dope. This, this one is actually this is the lead single. Uh, I'm sorry, at least the first release track. It's got J Live on it. Crazy dope. This is uh, right here. Let it rock. Let it rock. And that's what made me check for it. J Live was on it. Cookie was on some other shit, man. He's always been on some other shit. This is what I love about it. You know what I mean? Ever since he left Ultra Magnetic, he was a different person. Even on Ultra Magnetic, Ultra Magnetic was on some crazy shit for for eighty seven. They were. You know, 88, 87. I mean, they were on some crazy shit, and he's a, always. Atypical just chimed in saying Method Man sounds better over Eric Sermon beats. I agree. Except for that last mixtape. I can't get jiggy with that shit at all. <laughs> you can't get jiggy with it. I listened to it, and I was like, ooh, that's not going to make the Nah, no, yo, that Method so. Man yes, album he, was dope to oh me, man. I, I like the single. The single that they put out from that with Eric Sermon and Red Man and Method Man, that is the only. Which like, single are you talking about? There was uh, Eric Sermon just put out a mixtape. That's not on Method Man's joint. No, that's on not. Eric Sermon's joint. Yes. That shit is dope as hell. That shit is classic. That shit is 90s classic hip hop music right there. It'll do. <laughs> that, that'll do, Donkey. That'll all right. do. Speaking well, of that'll do, is I, that I the got, end of your list? That was uh, so I had them. The last one. There, there's bust, only ten more. Bust there's out only the 10 last. More. Yeah, just just read off the last fifteen. <laughs> I'm gonna retweet this list and we'll post it on Facebook on the B Shot Radio page. Only because you got quick, 87 more albums there. Grizzly Gatto <laughs> and Gang Green. Grizzly yeah. Gatto. Grizzly Gatto. Favorite. These guys dropped the they, they had the surprise release kind of at Beach Shot Music Fest. They had the album on the table. I had to get one. It's crazy. They're already working on part two. Talk they about the talk about the DJ. Talk about the DJ on the album. Doing a cut. And it's just like, oh man, it's it's just fun. It's fun. There's knowledge. There's street parables. There's uh, control your wait, 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 wait. comedy, love, murder, injury. I was with Gato Sunday, and I told him, I can't, I can't front. This is this is the album right here. This, this is, is dope. Here you go. This is the Gato we want to hear. We yeah. Hear Arigato, Here's a good one. You know what I mean, this let this rock. Let this rock. Yeah, this is one of my favorite albums of the summer, actually. And not just because I'm on it. Yeah, it is. Let them stumble out of the hostel. Camacho at Chocha Beach kicking street gospel. On the run, dipping out in the Bronco. Sipping Palo Viejo from the Bronx like Benny Blanco. Arthur Avco, chilling gazpacho. Bozo, Texino, Pablo, Picasso. Big ziti, graffiti with antipasto. The head honcho, remember Don Pancho. Bisha. Anyway, you know what I was doing. Uh, so other than that, the last one on the list for me was Gangrene. You Disgust Me, uh, Oh No, Mad Lib's Brother, <laughs> and Alchemist, uh, the duo. This is now the third, I believe, full-length album from these two as a group. Uh, solid all around. Here you go. I, I just want to add to the to your list just one album. Please. Hashtag Lobo's List. Dr. Dre's Compton album. It was on the list to... Sonically, right. sonically, there's, there's no album this year that's going to touch it. Sonically. May, the only one that may come close is uh, Kendrick Lamar's album. Because Sounds Dre, good. Because Sounds Dre great. had the last say in that album. But which album do you like better, Kendrick or, or Compton? <laughs> which album do you like, do you enjoy more? It depends on my mood. Because okay, when, I, when okay. I'm on some gangster shit uh, and I want to act like I'm a thug... Correct answer was Kendrick. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and, and I want to act like I'm a thug 
at my age now, <laughs> I, 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 I like the Compton album, but Kendrick's album is flawless to right. me. What one do you, yeah, make, you dance better to? Which one do you so dance far. better to? Kendrick. Yeah. Kendrick, okay. Can, can, even, can even I know Compton got more yeah. joints. Yeah, yeah, what do you guys listen to? What, what, I like the Scarface album. I like the Scarface album. You saying that. It's dope. He lost weight. That was on a. It was one that I, I got. I didn't get a full chance to really listen to like that. Um, I don't know if that makes a difference. But giving it the Just throw that out again, there. A voice that's always classic. I feel like content that's always like just realer than real. Right. And uh, you know we always love Scarface. Scarface. Yeah. Is and 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 uh, for me, beat selection is really important for the mm-hmm. MCs that I like to listen to. And he's somebody that could have very easily went with the kind of a trendy thing, which I feel like Method Man did with this last album. He kind of catered to the younger audience, maybe reestablish his name. I get it. I don't knock what he's doing. I appreciate what he's nah, doing. That's not a good look, though. It wasn't for me. And from what I understand, Method Man, this, there's two Method Man albums coming out. This one was the was like a boiler pot kind of thing. We're trying to bring more attention, get the younger generation back familiar with me as an artist. And then, uh, which is the why there's so many features on, the, on that Method Man album in the first place. Yeah, but that's uh, always a bad move, though, don't you think? I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, really, you, you are what you are. Like, you can't, you can't, like, change your style to try to accommodate a, a new generation and think that anybody's going to like it. Well, I don't know. There's, there's a way to do it. Uh, and, and for example, Big Boy and Phanagram doing a project Dope. together. And actually, like, yeah, but he ain't changing his Did style like that, that to out. accommodate anybody. He's out. never it's had to. Now. And, and, but being able to to have that freedom, and maybe it's a bad example because I feel like Big Boy has had that musical he, freedom. Yeah, he's always done his own thing. Do. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and so now he can kind of do this thing, and it's not even this. He's always been different, so even this thing that's different is not, it's like part of the course, really. Right. Uh, I think I think it's good, man. I there's there's so much stuff to listen to. The only thing I would say back to just the Compton album was uh, my main issue with that uh, was like hearing like Marsha Ambrosia on every track. There's all this like massaging and all this shit. It's like they had her chained in the studio. Right. Like, oh, right. like we, we you can't leave until we get this, until the album's you know, done. Until it's done. Right. And Master. regardless, of, it's like they, they recorded all her shit and then they were like, all right, now we're gonna disrespect every Everything. other woman. Yeah. That, yeah. that she does this yeah. and it's just like, oh man. But uh, but that but wasn't right, on every sounds, song. That was wasn't on every song. You gotta admit that was not on every song. You know the joint I like is uh, is Animals and the joints that got uh, Anderson Pack was an artist that I was not familiar Yo, with. Yo, Animals before. is produced by DJ Premier. Phenomenal track. All right, guys, I'm gonna oh, call what? it. I'm gonna call All it. Right. it. It's over. I'm gonna All call right. it. Done. You're done. <laughs> we got. I appreciate that. To We're gonna tweet that. We're gonna put that all that's up. It. But that's it. Yeah. No. And I'm glad you put that list out because now I have something to listen to in between listening to the B Shot Radio podcast, which was once again on iTunes. We got some gems, and hopefully you you know you listen you know uh throughout the week and maybe some of this stuff will make it to the to the rotation of the beat shot radio when we're not here live Absolutely. Right, but, uh, right, right. But yeah man something to look forward to something to check out if you haven't already you want to play jeopardy or- yeah hell yeah right. hell yeah i want to play jeopardy cool let's do it all right so uh as i mentioned before wait uh, i gotta get my sound effects proper <laughs> yo by the way i pulled down um a super like Oh, where the hell is a it? A super blood moon. It's Lunar like, like super, super like uh, parody Jeopardy. Like it ain't even the real joint. You got the I'm fake have to Jeopardy thing. Yeah, so. totally. But but it's good enough. So whatever. It's actually from the Price is Right. I want to pull it. You, you just do it in mob Oh, okay. This is that's okay. That's good. Right. Yeah, that works. That works. Close that's that good works. enough, right? Close enough. Cool. Uh, all right. So uh, shout out the skills on the tune in. I got I got shout outs. And oh yeah, do, sh- yeah, me, do shout outs real quick. Do some and check we'll do Jeopardy. Shout out the skills on the check in. Uh, you didn't miss much, bro. Uh, <laughs> 
what is that noise? That was me, my Jeopardy. bad. You got to shout out Brooklyn Shay. She's on the check-in. Shout out to Brooklyn Shay on the check-in. Shout out to DJ True Master who couldn't make it. He is very busy like usual. Um, he's on the check-in. DJ Lady L, Quan Mizzle, Mari. Brooklyn Shay, like Tanisha said, Mrs. B, Juice Mega. Shout out to Juice Yo, Juice Mega raps mad good. <laughs> he raps mad good. Yeah. Shout out to <laughs> Joe Fellow, Matt Murray, Angelica, Taina, and Omar Holloway. Most people want to check in, in hitting us up. Uh, we got some cool uh, suggestions to Lobo's list to check out too. And like I said, we're going to post that up later. Um, but Iceberg Skinny, I don't know who the hell that is, but shout out to so Iceberg Slim Skinny. Slim Jesus brother, Iceberg Skinny. You don't know him? No, now I do. He's kind of a big deal. Uh, and uh, Alaska's <laughs> on the check in also. Oh, what up, and man? oh damn, mad people! Freaking PJ Cats, Don Fons, who's that? Uh, yeah, Alfons, yeah, like a, I got that. Uh, Kwame Zulu, yeah. Dope, dope. That wants yeah, some people. Casey, Casey Orcut. Yep, there Forget we go. Listen, her. she's leaving us. I'll save y'all a while. Um, all right. Bye. So uh, a couple months ago was the fiftieth anniversary of Jeopardy. Yes, I can't believe it's been on the air for that long. It's one of my favorite shows, and um, I figured we. I, I've actually wanted to play Jeopardy on the show many times, but it kept getting like pushed back. So. So uh, I went through some Final Jeopardy questions. These are all real Final Jeopardy questions, and I figured I would pose them to you guys. We're gonna just do Final Jeopardy uh, because that'll just make it easier, and you guys can and all quicker. And yeah, and you guys can all answer. Back into the music. And um, or not, and then we'll just uh, keep track of all the scores and how people uh, how people are Yo, doing. Hold up, JB just said get back into the music like we play any like we play yeah, we're that not much music. <laughs> we, we, we play we stream music twenty four seven at <laughs> Pitchfork. Just so, did that last. Yeah, segment. we just played all that music during the segment. Anyway, that kind of does the break um, alright so here we go let's get into Final Jeopardy uh, the hashtag for this will just be uh, I don't know oh Beperty we'll just do uh, <laughs> be shot Jeopardy so just hashtag Beperty that's that's pretty wild. No one's going to do that. What's how, about, how about BS Jeopardy? Like, like Matt Alex Murray said. Shot? <laughs> That's too much to say. What did he say? Hashtag what? BS Jeopardy. Oh, BS, BS Jeopardy. Jeopardy. All right, sure. Whatever. Beat Alex? What about Beat Alex? Beat Alex. <laughs> uh, no. I like, no. Let's do BS Jeopardy. BS Jeopardy. Uh, nobody knows how to spell Jeopardy anyway, so it doesn't matter. Geo Party. J-E-O-P-A-R-D-Y. Correct. That was, that was the first okay, question. Okay. So, uh, so JB's in the lead. Uh, here we go. So this is All I do is win, win, win. <laughs> No matter what, actual Final Jeopardy questions. So I want to, I want, yeah, I just want to, I want to keep keep track of of who gets who gets these right. Okay. Um. So, uh, actually, you know what we we might do? I'm just gonna read them out, and so you guys aren't blurting them out. The people at home can actually tweet us the answers, but can you guys just jot them down? And then after you've all written your answer, that's how they do Final Jeopardy. Did you bring us all pens? Just type it. I got it. I got it. Okay, so if you guys all just jot it down or, or type it and then or, or type it and then we'll just uh we'll see at the end who's got it. Oh okay. crap, yo, hold on a sec. I need no, a pencil, don't. yo. <laughs> Damn. Don't you got a phone with a freaking use a chap's tab? Dude, I don't know how to use my phone like that, man. Hold on a second. I gotta walk over here. I'll be back. <laughs> all I have is, all Could I have you is... put the game on hold while I go yeah, yeah, sure. uh, get a pen? Play the Jeopardy music that's Tanisha's using that. Hold up. Break it in half. Um all I I don't have a pen, all I have is chocolate covered fucking bugs in front. Me. You can get a word or two. Nasty. For you some can, reason. You can get a worm or two. Yeah, right? <laughs> but actually, no, because it's white chocolate left, so it's like Gross. white on white. It's not working. <laughs> Only thing worse than chocolate-covered worms, white chocolate-covered worms. I don't know what they were thinking. 
Okay, I'm back. That shit is delicious. I'd rather though. eat just a worm with no chocolate on it than this white yeah, chocolate right? worm here. <laughs> you got a pen? You ready? I do. I do have you need a paper? Pen. You good? I you actually okay. made this pen with my bare hands. Oh, cool. Cool story. All right. Uh, the first, <laughs> you know, nobody cares. The first category is uh, is singers, okay? Um, here's the answer. Uh, category singers, Final Jeopardy, hashtag BS Jeopardy. The only solo artist to have five Billboard number one albums before the age of 19. Got it. You know I got that. That's Write easy. <laughs> That's easy. <laughs> Jeopardy's way more annoying when the person is saying, got it. I wish they could do that on the show. Uh, you dumb <laughs> motherfuckers right. got this. It's so easy. <laughs> the only solo artist to have five Billboard number one right. albums before the age of 19. Oh, I got, I got a couple options for that. I don't nope. know. I'm going to have to cross one of them off, maybe. All right. All right, you guys done writing your answer? That's got to be 30 seconds. All right, uh, let's just go around. What do you What do you got, uh, Tanisha? Justin Bieber. JB. <laughs> no, you're going around. Keep going. Oh, okay. I had Michael Jackson. JB, what? <laughs> huh? Michael Jackson, J- Jody. I, that's why I wrote first, too. Can I give two answers? Nope. <laughs> Have you ever <laughs> watched Jeopardy? <laughs> All right, then I'm going to I'm gonna give Michael Jackson alternate Stevie Wonder. Okay. And JB. <laughs> why are you Googling I put, I put, that put, shit? No, I'm not Googling shit. I wrote Beyonce. <laughs> I wrote Beyonce. Before the age of 19. Oh, okay. I wrote Beyonce. Uh, it's t- actually Stevie Wonder, but I wrote Beyonce. No, it's actually Justin Bieber. Uh, Justin Tanisha was What? Right. Still, yeah. I was thinking she Bill Googled that shit. I didn't, you were on your phone. You Googled like, it? No, I did not. She's a liar. Don't why be a sore. Why you lying? <laughs> why you always I lying? Oh, my God. Stop fucking lying. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I can't believe Googling I didn't even know. Shit. I mean, I didn't even know Justin Bieber had five albums. I don't. I don't Holy know. How they I didn't know he had five albums before either. the age of nineteen. Um, but he was out for a while. Like, dude, yeah. the Canada thing. He was just like, I don't know. Uh, I but it was yeah. Beyonce. Or He's Steve got Wonder. five albums out. I know. Some, Are you somebody me right fact now? check this for me. I probably should have. <laughs> oh my But God. I got this right from the Jeopardy site. So, um, uh, all right. So let's do uh, the next one. Yeah, uh, mad people said Michael Jackson. That's really? great. Oh yeah. I mean, that's the obvious answer. Wait, wait. Let's let's resolve this. That's that's what I was counting. I mean, yeah. I was assuming yeah, but the Jackson Five. It albums. was solo albums, though. That's why oh, I said Beyonce. That's why I said Beyonce or Stevie Wonder. Albums. And I was the other thing I was wondering was with the Billboard charts was how long Billboard, Billboard yeah. as yeah. an organization has been keeping track. I need yeah. to learn how to right. listen. A little more. I need to learn how to listen. So just look that up, JB. Well, I'll double check. I think I checked all the uh, all the other ones. But uh, it's bullshit. Yeah, the only solo Fuck solo artist game. with five yeah, know, exactly. Billboard number one albums before the age years. of nineteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let's keep it moving. All right. Let's keep it moving. What's so, the next one? Uh, the next one. Uh, the category is, uh, and I did, uh, I did check all the rest of these. The category is facts and figures. Uh, with only fifty-eight percent of residents, this U.S. state has the lowest percentage of licensed drivers. The lowest percentage of. So just write your answers down. Give me some Jeopardy music. Uh, so Justin Bieber. Hashtag, You're right. Yeah, Justin, Justin Bieber. So the first one was Justin Bieber. Okay. Uh, so with only fifty-eight percent of residents, this U.S. state has the lowest percentage of licensed uh, drivers. Hashtag BS Jeopardy on Twitter. This is an actual Final Jeopardy uh, question. Can you repeat the question one more time, please? With only 58% of residents, this U.S. state has the lowest percentage of licensed drivers. I'm so glad we have music. All right, perfect. Uh, what do we got? I guess we'll go the. Uh, uh, we'll, how do we go last time? We started with started Tanisha. With Tanisha. Yeah. All right, well, let's start with you. We'll switch it every time. What do you got? I'm going to say New York. Okay, Nate. New York State. I'm going to say Hawaii. Okay, I'm going to say New York. I say Alaska. Alaska, nice. Uh, the actual answer is New York. Yep. Wow. What the hell? 
you gotta figure in, in Hawaii and Alaska you need a car yeah, that's where right. do you not need a car that's, what I was thinking. Right. Yeah. that's New York so, I know uh, so many people in the city that it's just like yeah, they don't, grown adults never thought about having oh a car. yeah I guess that makes one. sense New York City New York City they have they have a huge transportation system alright so the next category is food and drink okay so hashtag BS Jeopardy this is an actual final Jeopardy question the answer is uh, a sign of a trend in 2010 this product passed Pepsi to move into the number two spot in the US soft drink popularity the number two spot yeah so a sign of a trend in 2010 this product passed Pepsi to move into the number two spot in the US soft drink popularity all right, I'll st- go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I like the I like the push button effect there. I like that. Yeah, I like. The- Oops, I, that, I blew it there. Hold on. Tweet us your answers at Beach Out Radio oh, hashtag man. BS Jeopardy. Lastly, a sign of a trend in 2010, this product passed Pepsi to move into the number two spot in U.S. soft drink popularity. Okay, guys, that's time. Uh, what do we got? Oh, let the music run out. I don't know yet. I feel like if they played this music for like every school test, I've never <laughs> felt more more pressure or <laughs> felt more oh, comfortable. more comfortable. Like, now we have to start it over. And just like you know what, it's cool. <laughs> Everything's fine. fine. I, it's I okay. Might be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay if I'm wrong. That's all right. I did good the first round. Right. It's on you, Nate. This time we'll start with Nate. Yeah. Uh, I, ha- I have no clue, honestly. Uh, water. Water. Okay. Red Bull Nice I'm gonna say water Okay I said Red Bull as well I feel like you guys should know It says It's number two soft drink So water I mean, it's not a soft, soft drink, drink, so it's not gonna. Okay, so it's not gonna count. Uh, it was actually Diet Coke. So Coke was number one, and then Diet Coke surpassed Pepsi and became number two, because as the diet trend kind of took on, Diet Coke Best became more popular work. than Pepsi. Okay, whatever. Uh, yeah, Matt Murray said he the same thing. He just called us stupid too. He said, "Why would you even give that answer? You're just dumb." Like, what? like <laughs> <Water>? seriously? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. All right, let's do one more. All right, well, let's do a few more. The, the next one, the category is animals. Okay, uh, Final Jeopardy. Because of the requirements in pumping blood to its brain, this animal has the highest blood pressure of any living animal. Oh. I know this one. Okay, I'll read it one more time. Because of the requirements oh, in pumping blood to its brain, it has the high, this animal has the highest blood pressure of any living animal. Oh, 30 seconds seems really long when you have the... Yeah. <laughs> you guys ready? If you guys are ready before, just let me know. I'm ready. I ready? know. I okay. know. If you don't know it before the flutes come in, you're fucked. You're I'm, it's over. Jamie's in serious thought. Okay, I'm cool. Ready. All right, let's cut that don't short. Look at my answer. Okay, here we go. So, uh, uh, because of the requirements of pumping blood to his brain, which animal has the highest blood pressure of any living animal? JB. Giraffe. Tanisha. Giraffe. I too said giraffe. Final. Your fucking raff, Joe. Fucking I raff. wish I could have gone first on that one. Because <laughs> you got that one right. The correct answer is giraffe. Nice. So congratulations yeah. to everybody. Reading Good job. Yes. I hope you're keeping track of your scores because I'm really not. Meanwhile, I go first with water. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to solve the puzzle, Alex Trebek. <laughs> water. Water. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it <laughs> Alright here we go uh, Final Jeopardy questions um, uh, I'll let you guys pick the category this time Do you want to do the box office Or washed up celebrities Ooh. Washed, washed up, up celebrities, celebrities. Yeah. Up celebrities. <laughs> yeah I was so surprised This was like the actual Final Jeopardy category name I felt like it was kind of insulting too But uh, here we go 
washed up celebrities Final Jeopardy? The answer is born William Drayton in New York on March 16th, 1959. <laughs> Both words of his stage name share the same first four letters. Got it. So born William Drayton in New York on March 16th, 1959. Both words of his stage name share the same first four letters. Go ahead. Hit that Jeopardy music, please. <laughs> Jeopardy music. <laughs> I know this one. You know? Oh, wow. You know? I okay. think. All right, cool. You start. No, it's on you. It's I started on you. last time. Oh, because I really We're don't know. Around. I'm just saying I know it, but I don't know it. <laughs> William Drayton. That's yep. so I'm born, the only born per- William Drayton. I'm the only person that's gonna have this. Tanisha, do you know what it is? Well, listen, listen to the clue. Play the music low. Uh, born William Drayton in New York on March 16th, 1959. Both words of his stage name share the same first four letters. Same. I knew it once you said his name. Like, <laughs> Alright, this is it. All okay, right, I, it. I, I, I have to admit, I have no okay. clue. Sanisha has no idea. Lobo. Woody Woodpecker. No, but good. I like where you're going with that. I like no, where I Woody would. I like that. Come, come on, Nate. Gee, I have no freaking clue, man. It's Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. Oh, Flav. I was like, I was like Marky Mark, Woody Woodpecker. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, like, but he's too old. Oh, yeah, oh, wow. Marky Mark. Yeah. Be Marky Mark was a good one. You should have said Why? Why he got to be washed up, though? <laughs> I know, he right? Because he, he is washed up. But still, uh, that was brutal. That's he's so washed up, I didn't even think about it. Imagine being Flavor Flav when you hear that's a Jeopardy category thing. Oh, my God. You know he got a text. Somebody was like, yo, you see what they just did? You on Jeopardy? Yeah, they heard them, man. That's, that's messed up. That's fucked up, right? Um, let's do let's do the, the box the office stuff, guy. That's um, messed up. All right, so this is uh, uh the box office, okay? Uh, rated R for violence. This 2004 film set in ancient time uh, set in ancient times is the highest grossing R rated movie ever in the United States. 2004. Yep. Uh, rated R for violence. This 2004 film set in ancient times is the highest grossing rated R movie ever in the United States. Damn. I think I. I think I know Hashtag BS Jeopardy. Hit us up at Beach Radio if you think you know the answer. All right, I got it. I think I know what it is. I got it. Can I go first this time? You, what the hell? Well, no, Lobo. No, I, Lobo's Lobo's first. Right, We're going right, around. Right, We're right. doing it in order. Okay. I'm gonna say. Uh, Wait, the music's is still playing. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> the flutes. He's really into this music. If everyone has it though, we can. You can just cut it off. Let's go. I want to hear Come the on, end. Come on, Lobo. Come oh on, my God. Hold it. It's ending right now. <laughs> Nate, cut it out. All right, oh, Lobo, okay, Lobo, what do you got? I'm going to say Passion of the Christ. Okay. Nate? I, that was my answer, Passion of the Christ. That was what I was going to say. I'm going to say something different. 300. 300. Okay. Tanisha's wrong. It was Passion of the Christ. Passion of Christ. Okay. Good job, guys. Good job. Yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't have gotten that. I saw that in the theaters. That was maybe the most fun I've had at the theaters. Seeing oh, really? the Passion of the Christ? I went. He was like, whoop Jesus. Whoop Jesus ass. Whoop Jesus ass. At the time, I was Jesus ass. Daycare center. It was me, my best friend James at the time, and we went with two other born-again Christians. Did you drive? And they, oh. one of these women, one of these women, I didn't drive. James drove, because he knows how I get down. Uh, and uh, long story short, just we went there. One of the women caught the Holy Ghost in the theater. Oh, wow. Popcorn everywhere. This is just this is crazy. <laughs> oh. uh, the other woman had to leave because it was so violent. This was the most violent, oh uh, yeah, crazy violent movie. And I this is the first time that I feel like I went to the movies that I saw a lot of people leave the theater. It was the Mel one. Gibson one, Mel Gibson. Right? Yeah, Apocalypto. Like that was really good. For, let me tell you though, a lot of Apocalypto, people, a lot of, a lot of people said three hundred. 
a lot of people said Apocalypto, right. and a lot of people said Passion of Christ. Oh, yeah. So. yeah. Okay. But she got the Holy Ghost in, in the spot. And it specifically, uh, when he was getting where it's like the leather barbs with the metal, and oh, he's like, yeah. Oh, back out. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Jesus, she felt every lash. A 40 lashes, every lash. I, she's counting them. She's Could you all explain to the down. Jew what mm. catching the Holy Ghost means? <laughs> it's actually, a, for me, it's a Baptist thing because I, I grew up Baptist, and mm-hmm. you catch the Holy Ghost, and I would sit back and like wait for whose dress is going to fly up because they would just catch it and they would be oh scream and shout and start and talk, dance speaking around, in tongues oh kind of like kind of like uh, like kind of going into a trance or it's something like yeah. Yeah. it's like when your song comes on in a club ah okay I got you I got you right there in a the spot in an auditorium <laughs> in the theater or was more traumatized by the visual <laughs> aspect of her savior being abused like that on screen but uh, it was it was uh, it's, for me I, I love movies and I liked seeing the audience connection with the film and it was the it was the, the only thing I've seen similar to like that as far as an audience thing is when you go to like a scary movie with uh, a theater full of like 14 year old black women or black girls and it's like <laughs> ah! and it's just like that experience where it's like we are in this audience we're all in this together and we're either gonna make it or we're not gonna make it and uh, it felt like that Passion of the Christ yo real quick speaking of black women uh, the other day was uh, it was actually Jay Tan's birthday he's a, he's a local uh, activist and poet and we were I was over at his house with Imani and uh, DJ TJF was there and just a few other people were there and we were we decided to play Taboo and the one category that came up like was you know like the the, the woman gave oh, the I saw that you saw, I posted this on Facebook mm-hmm. the, the woman says when a dude is when, when a dude is fine as fuck but he's white and right away the, oh you it, mean like me yeah exactly right, <laughs> right, right away the women in the room go stud and they get it right I'm like are you fucking oh I'm not pressing no button hit the, hit the yeah. water fucking lion button uh, I'm not hitting that button. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, shout out I'm to not uh, that button on to myself. Jay Tan, Monty, and, and the whole gang. That's for uh, other people. So studs were first, mostly white, studs sexy for yeah. white, sexy people. Right. So you guys, uh, pick the uh, pick the next two, pick the next category you want to do. We can do oh more Jeopardy. Yeah, yeah. Oh fuck, I thought it was over. Oh, Great. Sorry. Let's yeah, do, no, let's keep one. going. Let's do movies and TV or um, holidays. So which one do you want? Movies do? and TV. Holidays and TV? is difficult, man. Okay, all right. Let's do movies. It's and funny TVs. to me that these are the final Jeopardy questions because it's like I've always thought like with Jeopardy you think of like the learned people and like people that are, like yeah, yeah. they're studying like every category and it's like the most academic scholars that are up there and then it's like the. I, I will say up I, I went you know through I mean? them like, and you know, took out all the inte- intellectual ones because okay. I just wanted okay. <laughs> I wanted cool ones. So you're you're Thank welcome. You. Yeah. These, are, these are actually all from middle school Jeopardy. I feel way smarter <laughs> than I. Yes, yeah. All right, here we go. Movies and TV. Hashtag BS Jeopardy at Beach Eye Radio. Um, answer: The first hit feature film based on a Saturday Night Live sketch was The Blues Brothers. This was the second. The first hit feature film based on a Saturday Night Live sketch was The Blues Brothers. This was the second category movies and television. Oh, I know. I'm guessing. What is it? Define hit. (laughs) (laughs) I think I know what it is. Okay, who's uh, Nate's up, uh, right? On you, Nate. <laughs> Why are always get the ones I'm, I'm not sure about? Um, you can do this. The uh, I'm going to say the Coneheads. Coneheads. Oh, good, oh, good choice. Good. Yeah. That was a good movie. Thank, thank you. Thank you. I'm from France. Um, what do you got? JB? I have nothing. 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 
And I, I chose Coneheads too. Okay. I had same thing, Coneheads. Okay. It was actually Wayne's World. Oh, That's what I was Wayne's thinking, World. but I wasn't sure. It was Wayne's oh, World. I wasn't Wayne's sure World about that. Same era. It must have been the same era. Like, yeah. Close. They probably came out back to back to back. It was like Blues Brothers, Wayne's World, and then uh, and then Coneheads. But yeah, it was Wayne's World, number two. Wow. Just because JB did not want to do holidays, I want to do this one anyway, because this is an interesting tidbit, and I think I think it'll be cool for our listeners to know. Are they Jewish holidays? No. Uh, so <laughs> I said it would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, they can't be Jewish holidays. <laughs> okay, so uh, Final Jeopardy, hashtag uh, BS Jeopardy. The answer is the third Monday of January starting in 1986. Let me read that again because it's just like I an odd it. way to put it. The That's third easy. Monday of January starting in 1986. That's easy. Cool. Let's play half of the theme music then. That's easy. Yeah, I think that's pretty easy too, actually. Okay. Well, good. You can cut that short. Does <laughs> anybody? No, I gotta listen to the whole thing, yo. Come on, no, cut. It's here. It sounds like it's ending. All right, end it. No, right there's there. a whole oh. other half. <laughs> the flute's coming, so I can feel that pressure. <laughs> Holy shit! Are you fucking kidding me? I'm so mad. Stop right. trying right, to Google fine, it, Tanisha. Right, Stop fine, trying right, to Google it. Okay. All right. So, uh, who was uh, Martin Luther King? Okay, Martin Luther King Day. What do you have, Tanisha? I want to say MLK Day. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Yeah, same. Okay. Martin Luther King. Um, that, Jr. Yeah, that's correct. And this just that, that just became a holiday in 1986. Uh, apparently, this this question aired in 1984 when they had passed legislation for mm-hmm. Martin Luther King Day to become a holiday. When it was originally proposed, and it was proposed several times, uh, they had met um, a lot of opposition. Ronald Reagan was was one of the first people to say no, he doesn't want it to be a holiday. Uh, eventually, he caved to pressure and he actually signed it in to to become a holiday. Wow. Uh, interestingly enough, it actually shares uh, a holiday in several states with uh, General Robert E. Lee from the Confederate uh, Army <laughs> because that's the awkward. South is just like fuck you. That's uh, awkward. So yeah, like in Mississippi it's like shared with Martin Luther King Day. Right. Uh, smaller flag that's the, underneath. That's the perfect yeah. person to share it with. Yeah. Can I go to that barbecue? <laughs> yeah. um, so no, because they might cook you. The Martin Luther King slash Robert E. Lee barbecue? Yeah, right? <laughs> what, is that? what is that like? <laughs> uh, let's, do, let's do one more, I guess. Oh, um, yes. Pick two categories. Uh, pick which one you want to do. We can do one called Symbolic Spellings, which is an interesting category name, and the other one, Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> really? Yeah, wait. I'll even get some more. Some um... Single ladies music going yeah. there. What do you, wait, wait. What do you guys want to do? You want to do Symbolic Spellings? I feel spellings? like I would know more about the English language and spelling than Beyonce. Than Beyonce, right? I might be wrong. Huh. Let's do Beyonce. Tish wants to do Beyonce. Yeah. JB, it comes down to you. <laughs> Let's do Beyonce. Uh, that's, <laughs> who hasn't said that? <laughs> All right, All right. Wait, I got to get a Beyonce song to play. Do you? Jeez. You're not just going to play the whole Jeopardy song? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know you got Beyonce everywhere on I know. Laptop. I'm trying to find the right one. I think the moment's passed. Let's just... No, I got to find the perfect Beyonce just song. Just play the f- next MP3 that your, that your mouse cursor goes over. All right, here it is. Oh, here we go. Nine. Ooh, this is perfect. It's like a countdown. Yeah, it's a countdown. Eight. Hold Eight. Well, Could you show me the question again? <laughs> I didn't say the question yet. Oh. <laughs> He's like, I know the answer. Beyonce. Uh, all right, go ahead. You ready? Here's I'll, the question. I'll rewind the music. Uh, in the movie Cadillac Records, Beyonce played oh, yeah. this R&B legend. 
I'm just going to stop right there. Yeah. I, I feel like what? there's too much information in the Wait, question. Edda James, Edda James, Edda James, and Edda James. Okay. Everybody knows uh, that. Everybody knows that one. All right, cool. So I'm going to do the other play one. play my fuck. I'm my sorry. Music. He, he, he's, all that time he spent queuing out. All right, so here's the question. The question was, the answer is Edda James. The question was, in the movie Cadillac Records, Beyonce played this R&B legend and sang At Last um, oh, yeah, that's too much on the soundtrack. That's so. There you go. Nate just really wanted to dance. You're he dancing. dancing. You're dancing. <laughs> he did it. He did it. He put the tongue out and everything. Woo. <laughs> 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 All right. All so, right. And, he, <laughs> and guess what? Everybody, he's on beat. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I can keep beat. All right. Since that got cut short, we'll actually end it with this one. This is symbolic spellings, okay? Um, so here's the, here's the answer. This container can be spelled using the postal abbreviation for Florida and the chemical symbols for arsenic and potassium. Jeopardy Music, I'm going to read it again. This container can be spelled using the postal abbreviation for Florida and the chemical symbol for arsenic and potassium. We're definitely going to need the flute sound for this shit. <laughs> Where the flute's at? Bring the I, I know what it is. I know what Get it is. Drummer some. Yo, can say I go first on say this one? one more time for me. This, yeah. container. this container can be spelled using the postal abbreviation okay. for Florida. Okay. Can okay. I go first this time? Sure, Nate. Sure, sure. Nate. Go ahead. Flask, motherfucker. Flask. Yes. yes. Everybody flask. flask. No, no. What did you just call that? She, she crossed that shit out. She crossed it out. She wrote down thermos. <laughs> I couldn't like. I so it's flask, and it's just uh, symbolic spelling. So Florida F L. The uh, symbol, the chemical symbol for arsenic is A, a. Uh, or A S, and then yes. uh, potassium K, is K, K, of course. Yeah. So, so that was symbolic spelling. So. <laughs> And right. you did have thermos there. Yeah, she definitely. Did. All right, so that does not count you know towards what? you. I think JB actually won that game. <laughs> Congratulations, JB. I'm a lot smarter than you think I am, Masai. Yo, you, that, I, that's still the first game you've won, but still. You won. And Nate is still dancing. <laughs> Yo, we got to get a get a, get a video of Nate dancing, please. Right. No, please. Don't worry. That's all right. No pressure. Um, you lower that a little bit. Uh, so, JB, uh, what you won was your uh, your Beach Hat Music hoodie, which should be here uh, in about two or three short weeks. Okay. Uh, shout out to everybody. Why you got to say short, though? Oh, that's what... <laughs> uh, yo, shout out to everyone that, that pre-ordered. You know, we um we wanted to put out hoodies for the fall. We just kind of put the call out. We said, you know, we, we need an idea of who wants what. And as soon as we put it out, we got a good response. And then we put the deadline out and we got an even more response. And, you know, right up until the, the final hour, we had people several still people. buying, yeah? Yeah. So, uh, so we ended up putting an order and that was three times bigger than I expected it to be. But that's all right. Yo, it was great. It was great. Um, more money. I wasn't expecting money, it. Yeah. More Woo! money. <laughs> um, so, uh, that we're donating to charity. Be, yeah, right. Be, be <laughs> um, so, no, it was, uh, it was it was unexpected. It was really cool and I think people are just like excited for hoodie weather and right. people kind of want it. People have been asking us for beach out hoodies every time we do a show. They're like, Look do you, you guys have hoodies? So, yeah. uh, so it just, it just kind of worked out really well. So, uh, those will be in shortly. Shout out to everybody that ordered. The pre-orders are now down off the website. Site, uh, they'll go back up once we get uh, the, some of the those uh, the inventory in stock, and you can order there. Um, so you, you you technically missed the pre-order boat, but just a lot of the people listening now I know did pre-order. So yours are, are on the way. Man, my Christmas shopping is done this year. Oh, it's done. Oh, you, 
that's yeah. how you did it. Everybody off the list. Peace out. Ah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Nice, nice. Look under your chair, everyone. You get a hoodie. <laughs> you get a, you hoodie. get a hoodie. You get a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's so we had two. We had two topics left. Left, but uh, we're gonna cut one short. But one I definitely want to do, especially because Tanisha is here, is how to beat your kids. Yeah. Uh, so, sixty-five uh, percent of Americans approve of some some form of corporal punishment. Um, and I just I just kind of want to ask you guys, what are you, what are your opinions on that? First of all, are, are you guys surprised that it's that high a uh, a percentage? And what's um, the percentage? Sixty-five percent of Americans okay. approve of corporal punishment. Um, so, are you guys surprised by that? And uh, what are, you know, what are your own experiences with being uh, hit as kids? By the way, if anyone's listening, this this could potentially be a trigger warning. Um, uh, you know, so obviously keep that in mind. <laughs> exactly. No, seriously, it's a, at, like because yeah, it's, it's abuse. Like you're at, right. at it, some it points, can, it yeah. can uh, uh, straddle the fence of abuse. Well, well that, but, um, and that's a good a, thing to post father, because some people would say it's always abuse, and and other people obviously know there's levels to abuse. But yeah, so somebody uh, could be uh, you know bothered by this. But go ahead. Right. What are you saying, a- As a father of three adult children. One of them, which turned out very well. <laughs> no, I'm only, no, he said one of them. Only one. No, I'm, I'm only playing. But um, as an, as a fuck, why, why the fuck you love? No, I ain't gonna do that. On your kids, but seriously, as a father of three adult children and one child, one baby child, and you know, I got uh, three three stepkids and, and everything. But my adult kids got their ass kicked. Mm-hmm. They got their ass kicked, and. It didn't straddle the fence of abuse. Um, the, the punishment fit the crime. You go in the store and you steal something, I'm going to smack your hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, you try and burn down the house while I'm gone, I'm going to fuck Whoop you your up. <laughs> so it's based like, on that. Yeah, like okay. those are things that happen. And and I don't know if that made them the people that they are. And they don't call me. Maybe that's why. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, I, I think I think some form of corporal, <laughs> corporal punishment is needed. I'm not saying take a bat to your kids and knock them upside the head, but all kids need well, a spanking. Well, you're not alone in this. I, I mentioned that 65% of the country agrees with corporal punishment. When you reduce that to just people who actually have children, so just the parents, uh, it skyrockets to 80%. <laughs> See so, that? so like, because when, you, when you stop asking no. people who don't have kids, it goes, it goes even higher. <laughs> right. now, and now, and I, by the way, for, for black parents, it's 89%. Yeah, so. Exactly. <laughs> and yo, when I was a kid, my mother whipped my ass. And if it wasn't my mother whipping my ass, it was my grandmother. And if it wasn't my grandmother or my mother, it was, it was somebody's parents on the block they, anybody, see, they seen little John John acting up I'm gonna whip your ass and then I'm gonna tell your mother and then your mother's gonna whip your ass and that's how yeah. it was growing poor, up poor growing JB up, and then you got up old, of age he just got gun butted and like <laughs> oh, oh, man, knocked, yeah. knocked around and JB's shit childhood was shit yeah, it, was, it was crap I feel I like it. what happens nowadays I feel like I think it is abuse I think anytime you're hitting a child and they don't know why they're being hit and you're angry and you're just hitting a child that's abusive no I'm God. not talking about doing it without the child knowing what happened. No. <laughs> Every I'm syllable. Not, like, I'm not you talking. Okay, I'm not judging. spilled shit on yeah. my rug. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not judging. I'm not judging you, Jay. But um, I have three children. My oldest is 14, and I have a 10 year old and a seven year old. And I believe in spanking. But I believe in before you get before you spank, you talk to your child. And a lot of people say to me, like they tell me how bad my kids are because <laughs> I let my kids speak back to me and all that. But I believe in I believe in talking to them. That's how you teach them how to reason. And spanking, though. You and spank, too. I will spank as a last resort. Do you ever spank them in the face? No. <laughs> no. No. With a shoe. No. I spank. 
spank with my You're going to jail tonight, Tanisha. No, I spank with my hand on their bottoms. Okay. And or, I spank or belt. As, or belt. But I spank as a last result. Mm. I, I do not spank first. There's a difference between Here's punishment and discipline. Talk and, to your kid. Yes. Let your kid know, look, you, you messed up. You shouldn't have did that. Now I have to punish you. Because if I let this go, you're going to do this again. Okay. Because if I just say to you, I'm going to take away well, your freaking, I'm going to take away your iPhone, even though a kid shouldn't have an iPhone. I'm going to take away your iPhone. That kid is like, okay, well, I'm going to get that back eventually. But if you whip my ass, yeah. I'm going to feel that pain right now, and I may feel it tomorrow and a couple of days later. Mm-hmm. I, see, I don't necessarily believe that you know whooping your kid's ass is going gonna, is gonna to be something that like makes them say, oh, I better not do this again. I don't necessarily think that's the solution. Have you ever spanked your child? I've never, I've never spanked my daughter. So you should, you're no. in the minority. Just so you know, 80% of parents do. So, okay, so I really want to hear your opinion. Yeah, so no, I've never spanked my daughter. Never would have thought of spanking my daughter. Of course, she's a good she's a good girl. So you know, whatever. But right. you know, she didn't really do. And oh, now I'm getting into some personal shit. You know, it's like so, like so, like you know, it's not like I was her. You know, day to day. You know, I saw my daughter on the weekends and driving her places. I did not see her day to day, and I I was right. not. You want to spend your time together beating the shit out of her? Right. For well, right. that's so that's true. That's true. But I also too. but I also didn't play that role in her life. I wasn't the person who was the disciplinary. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was not the disciplinarian in her life. You know, so that that is. But but regardless, I can't see myself spanking her. Um, I can't see myself spanking any child that I might have in the future, or or you know whatever. So and my parents may have. May hint, have, hint, Corey, hint, hint. <laughs> and, Corey and my parents, I may have gotten like a, a little pat on the bottom, like maybe once in my life. Oh, you know? Nate, stop oh, it. I so know, so exactly. even as a kid, you only were spanking once or twice. I, yeah, I mean, I, I it wasn't like a regular thing. What if they beat and you was, so What if they beat you so hard you forgot that? You blocked that. You blocked it out. He got a steel but, pipe to the head. But, I, but let me say this. But let me say this. I mean, ultimately, I don't necessarily have a problem with other kids. Kids and cor- with other parents doing corporal punishment. However, I think the key is: Are you in control of your emotions at the time, right. and yes. is it well thought right. out, or is it a violent reaction to your frustration? And, okay. and if and it's a violent thing. reaction to your frustration, it's abuse. It's not. It's not punishment. And, and that's and, where the line is drawn. Right. So, so when I hear Tanisha say, "I talk to my kids first, you know why she's talking to them? Because she's fucking pissed. Because if she doesn't, if she doesn't talk to them and give herself a couple of minutes to calm down, she might kill him. You know what I'm saying? No. So, no, 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 I'm being, no. I'm being honest. I'm being honest. I'm being human because I know for myself, I've, I do that myself. I, I'm like, ah! then I'm like, oh, you know what? Give me a minute. You know what you did. Wait right there. I'll be right back. And then I come back and I say, listen, why'd you do that? Why'd you take two toys out of Toys R Us and bring them to the car? I didn't pay for them. I could go to jail for this. What are you doing? Yeah. Take those back in the store. I'm talking to you. We get in the car. We get home. Ask You've had 22 minutes for me to talk to you and explain to you what you did. I've calmed down a lot. Now I'm at the point where I can give you a couple of whacks and keep it moving. <laughs> but you know what? There's a side to that that, like, I, I wrote a poem called Terrible Stories Why I Beat, why I beat My, my Kids. And that's why we picked yeah. this segment over the other one. Right, yeah. <laughs> so you wrote, you wrote a piece and it's probably one of my favorite pieces of yours. It's called what? Terrible Stories? Terrible Stories Why I Beat My Children. Okay. 
So I don't actually beat my children, but I understand where I just write about it. You, <laughs> no, 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 you said no. you you hit you you spank. No, I don't beat them though. I think there's a difference between a beating and a spanking. What would you say to someone who said that it's, it's terminology? Not, I, just, not, I don't I don't I necessarily say, beat my kids either. I didn't beat my kids. But what would you say them. to someone who says there's no difference between a spanking, physical pain for a punishment, or versus a beating? Like definitely there's shades to it, and what what can hurt more? But I would say to them to shut up because <laughs> I think that we were, we're getting too politically correct that time. Thank you, Donald Trump. And we're getting to no, not shut up. You shut up now. Anyway, um, I think that the way I don't take parenting advice from anybody. I have to say that first. I don't take it because I know my children inside and out, and because I've invested the time to know them. Because parent is a very parenting is a very intense, intimate thing, and it's a hard job. So I wrote that poem from the perspective of a parent. Like I was reading um, a, a short story by Richard Wright, and in the story he describes the incident where his mom beats him because of some infraction he committed and he wrote the, I don't I'm not a big Richard Wright fan because I don't like his depiction of black women mm-hmm. so he just he he talked about the brutality of that moment but he didn't talk discuss the source of the source of it the fear if I don't beat my child society will beat them especially uh, when you're raising a child who is black and a child who was poor like you know JB talks about his son stealing from Toys R Us you know the consequence for a black child doing that could be jail time or, you know, death. or, or, or death so I'm going to be, like my ch- children have to understand before they walk out to the door the severity of what can happen like these serious things can happen to you mm-hmm. and from a small infraction and I've been able to convey that to my children through words mm-hmm. you know and I believe in words and speaking to your children and, and allowing them to reason through things and Creating critical thinkers. That's my goal. So you're saying, um, just to go back to one thing you said, which I think is really critical. You're saying if some white lady is saying, like, don't hit your kids, it's it's abuse and it's not even effective long term and everything. You're saying, listen, shut up. The consequences for my kids misbehaving are different than yours. So you don't yes. have a place to say this because yes. your kids are facing different circumstances than I am. Absolutely. I love, I love that point. I'm not uh, saying I agree with you 100%, but I do really appreciate that point. And I think a lot of people listening should take that into consideration. When your kids face different uh, challenges and and objects you need to realize the the circumstances are different and the stakes are, are different and understand that same white woman is not going to defend my son or my daughter when they're being beaten on TV yeah. by the police you know or they'll call the police you know. if your son is in her bedroom though yes. and then, <laughs> uh, Lobo now I really want your opinion because you now you just had one right yes. so you can't you probably can't even think of the horrible shit your son's going to do in like five years like, it's, it's really <laughs> have you already spanked your child I have not it, well there's uh, well there's there's things where it's like so he's got a diaper on a lot of the time so, there's, so it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't so it's not I'm worth not it I've, I've like patted him on a butt as like a thing where it's like what you're doing is wrong or even hey you're walking the wrong direction but, that counts you know, that counts like that. but I, I don't think it does and I, okay. what, calling what, the police now what I, from what CPS number again, my son is, is too young where there's nothing that he's done yet that requires a physical reprimand of anything that he is I'm more fascinated even if he does something that I don't like he's doing it I'm like amazed because like he how did he just do that how did he, yeah. he or I'm like amazing the art in whatever horrible thing he just did it but uh there's uh my parents my mother specifically I feel like uh, you know this kind of came from a history of where in her household now with seven and eight brothers and sisters these people got their asses whooped by their parents where I would say it borderline not borderline this was abuse there was mm-hmm. abuse going on in this household 
uh, physical abuse to the point now when my mother is now uh, raising me and my sister in our home. This not a it's not a physical. Uh, uh, discipline thing that happens because I think her experience was so traumatic that she doesn't want any part of that experience. So we got uh, uh, more. I remember when I was acting up, like especially when I was younger, and when I do it with my son now, when I feel like he's like out of control, is I'll hold him and I'll hold both. Just of his shake arm. him and just I'll shake hold, him. I'll hold him in my lap. In my lap. I got his arms you ain't like right, across man. his own chest and I'll count and we just count. That's and actually very effective. It's That's interesting. That. It's something that my mother did with me, and I remember I used to get so What's bad. I would Wait, what's the highest number you got to? Eight thousand seven hundred. I would just be like, it's one of those things. Just when you're when you're when you're a kid and you're upset, and your mother is essentially just hugging you yo. as hard as she can and just counting to you. And the and yo, then, and then you can't yo, did breathe. She, did she hug you and then play this music? Oh. <laughs> and then make you wait for it to end. There is a thing called hug therapy. It is. It is. What, this is what oh, I. God. This is part of my experience with with and specifically younger, being younger, and where I remember being like being held to the point of like I would be so mad. And then as a kid, all you can really do is you fight against that to the point of you're just fighting against a hug. And when you fight against a hug to a point, you just like you just melt into it eventually. So it's like I love doing it to my son because the the only end game is he's just gonna like fall asleep <laughs> with my arm. When he's right? like when he's Maybe. like 18, do you think that <laughs> might have to step it up? So, but, so on the other end, <laughs> he's so small. I just have to step it up. We're working out. We're going crazy. Yeah, exactly. We're working out. Uh, another thing, like I remember in my household, there was uh, it was, and again, my mother she didn't hit us. She didn't hit me. I feel like my sister and my mother had a different thing that she could talk about. Yeah, when there's she's something here different. Uh, when um. It was where I would get sent to my room a lot. I would go to your room or just be in your room and that was a space. And I, or that I would have the freedom to have that space. So if I was uh if I was there and uh, and I was on punishment, there was one time when my mother took the door off the hinges. Mm. I mean, there was something that I did, uh, probably fire-related, maybe lying-related, potentially there even stealing-related. Uh, that a, a trifecta of the three that was like, your punishment is, I'm taking, you feel like you're free up here? I'm taking the door off your hinge. Oh, shit. And now, it, like, anything that was hidden is Damn. now exposed. Now you couldn't jerk off or nothing. It's, you know, but this, <laughs> as, as a teenager, absolutely, as a teenager, there's something to that where it's right. like, my, fuck whatever you get say mom I got my room and my boom box and my source music collection it was whatever it is and it's like I don't need none of y'all so it's like I'm yep. good up here in my room so right, like, right, right. fucking door thing right so it's like that kind of thing to me now yo like, your mom is no joke it's no joke not nah, she, she <laughs> that's she, crazy uh, right you know there. she worked with uh with with foster parents and and uh and and raising their foster kids and working with their foster kids so she has a really uh phenomenal uh I, I call it now passive aggressive uh, <laughs> of uh, uh Approach to parenting, approach to, parenting. <laughs> approach to discipline, but it's uh, it's ultimately I think more rewarding, and I don't my I'm I'm grateful because my initial instinct to discipline my son is not to hit him. Mm-hmm. All right, you Great. know what I mean. But and, it I, and I'm grateful be. for that. That's the thing that people get twisted though. When I say I don't, I'm not against spanking my children. I don't have to spank my children because I I've gone through the process of disciplining them. You know, I do. I go through that process of speaking to them. Right. So if they commit some, an infraction that I feel like okay, it's to the degree where they're going to need a spanking, that's punishment. Right. Punishment is not 
actually going to teach you anything. Discipline is what teaches you. Right. Punishment is punishment. You did something. This is a punishment for that. This is a consequence for that. And there's certainly something know. to setting that foundation early so yes. that you can just give them the look. Yeah. And right. they know what's right. next. My oh, kids you know used I mean? to be deathly like, afraid of that dad important. look. You know what I mean? And I, I feel like mm. I don't have that with my son just yet. Where he's, he's like, I look at him now. He's like, he's taking off. Does the look, the look comes first though? Does the look, can the look come without the hitting? Like, yeah. How do, so yeah. You can, the look okay, comes, so you're saying you yeah. got to get that in before yes. you need to. This is certain yeah. register. Because that, that look put. always told me, oh, I'm about to get my ass right, right, if right, I keep. Right. <laughs> if right. I have to look at you. I got to put my you, voice yeah. in where, I, where it's like, okay, yeah. now I'm serious. Say, so, hey, we're playing even where you know, what you're doing is wrong, but I'm still laughing because you're cute as shit mm. and I can't yeah. help it. But it's like, all right, now now we're in deep bass for it and yes. you're going to stop fucking around. Right? Mm. But it's like, where even that can be, but it's like you have to, you have to, they have to know that that's what that means there. So there is a there's levels of the discipline. I heard you almost burned down the house though, Jody. This is a problem. I mean, I, I, was, I had a some somebody just told me that just I, now. There was situations uh-huh. where I needed to get my ass whooped, and this is where you're, I think about so, it. But even now, with the son, you're saying there were situations where you needed to get your ass whooped. I with this specific and so and I, where you had you hit two out of the three where I think are big. It's the setting something on fire, lying, and stealing. Right. Where I think like okay, uh, uh, a physical where where it's one of those things where the slap to the face or the slap the physical slap could shock somebody out of a lifetime of prison right. or right or and, and that's the, the point down. and that's the point in Tanisha's story right. in her in her piece right. let me whip your ass now so you won't get beat down so you won't have to go to jail so the cops won't kill you on the street yeah, yeah. whatever the case but I may be I want to emphasize for me, for though my, for beating your ch- spanking your child because spanking, I don't want spanking. people to hit their kids just just right. be slapping their kids I do right. not slap my kids in the face that is humiliation yeah, nah, don't do that I don't won't do that. do that I will spank on the bottom but I have a, a relationship with my kids where right. we talk and we have we trust each other and they trust me and they can come to me right. but with anything so to have someone who you have that level of intimacy with get you know you disappointed them to the degree where they have to spank you or feel the need to spank you that's a big deal it you is. know and I don't you have always to let hit them hard. know look you, yeah. you you really messed up you yeah. I, I thought highly of, of you as a person and your intellect I didn't think you would stoop that low yeah. to do to do to commit these types of infractions but you did so now this is the reason why you got this you got two pieces the worst phrase ever is this is gonna hurt me more than it's gonna hurt you but you know what I'm glad you don't spank either two years old is too young to spank and then there's a point where like I would I don't hit my 14 year old daughter of course I'd punch her well not her not her no serious my sons when they were bigger like I was like look they my size now let me let me just handle them so they know that dad is still dad when they're 17 yeah now they're 19 they like yeah. oh hi dad how you doing I'm like yeah, I got yeah. nice hands yeah. I'm not gonna fuck with him yeah. Right. Yeah. let's get into the science well, one, one, um, more, one more thing yeah, yeah. did y'all hear about the woman who gave her 12 year old stepson the George Jefferson haircut for smoking weed oh yeah shaved uh, yeah. Shave oh, different type of punishment but yeah, yeah. like humiliation yeah. posted on Facebook but, but see yeah. on, on her part she couldn't she couldn't smack the kid or anything like that because it's not her kid uh-huh. you know what I'm saying it's her step kid yeah. now you can discipline someone's kid but you can't put your hands on but someone's you, that's a whole she different she gave him a haircut though <laughs> she, that was humiliation like, I, 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 I want to stay away from that because I, I do worse. think that is worse but just
just for, for the purpose of this discussion, um, uh, two decades of research on long-term effects of physical punishment in children concludes that spanking doesn't work and can actually wreak havoc on kids' long-term development. What does that look like? Um, kids who are spanked may feel depressed and devalued and their sense of yep. self-worth can suffer. This is, again, long-term. Later in life, physical punishment is linked to mental health problems, including depression, anxiety, drug and alcohol use. Now, yep. I got the shipped out of me. I love all of those things. Uh, yeah. But I don't agree Because you know what? Corporal punishment was actually worse in my grandmother's day. And those... It was before Child Protective Services. Yes, before Child... Yeah. And my grandmother, you know what? I think they did go overboard because I got hit with curtain rods, extension uh-huh. cords, uh, iron was thrown at me Listen, I told you, when you know, I was coming up, I'd, if I did something, if I fucked up in the street, if I crossed the street and I knew I wasn't supposed to at six, seven years old, boom, one of my neighbor's parents was spanking my ass. Then they dragging me home yeah, yeah. and I get home, they're telling my grandmother, my grandmother spanks my ass. I go to my mom's house the next day yeah. and you know Catch what I'm saying? Again. I'm getting yeah, it yeah. again. Um, so I, I think a lot of people have that experience and, and like we mentioned before, 80% and I'm of fucked up in the head. Yeah, and you're, yeah, you, you know. Up, baby. I, I, yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, the, the way the way I look at this, and again, I, I don't have children, but I was a child, and I did get the shit beat out of me, so I feel like I have some insight on this. Um, I look at it like um, when you, it, depending on your circumstances, if you like feed a child uh, junk food or McDonald's or something, right, or uh, frozen dinner, some some food that's not like great for them, GMOs, um, you might do that out of necessity. So if you're a mother and you work two jobs and you don't have a lot of money, you might feed your kid just some bullshit, and long term, that's going to have like negative health effects on them. You're teaching them yeah. bad habits, but if you work three jobs and you're on food stamps you got no help at home and you're like you know the, you're just you're just going through it your man might be in jail or something like this is how I grew up and we didn't get the best like nutrition right but we didn't starve either because the, the flip side of that was we don't eat we go to bed hungry or we have ramen noodles or whatever for you know for months on end so some some person from the outside looking in might say you know your mother is abusing you she's not taking care of you she's doing the wrong thing but sometimes I think that's just how um, mothers are doing or, or parents are doing the best they can do to, to provide for the kid in that moment with the resources they have. So someone who has more resources and uh, more time and m- more money might parent their kids in a different way because the consequences are different, like you mentioned before. Now, I equate that to beating your kids because if you have, if you're in a two-family, two-parent household and you have, you're not stressed about money and you can discipline your kids by taking away their Xbox. Some kids might not have an Xbox to take. They might ha- not have other ways to discipline yeah. them. Right. So if you don't have these resources, of course you're going to look at someone who beats their kids and say, oh, what a terrible mother. Like, you know, like I have no, pro- you know, I have, I don't have to beat my kids. I can discipline them in other ways. Well, you, you also get paid vacation, and you're not stressed out as much as someone who's in a hood trying to do it, raising a family and keeping them safe, and not getting them shot by the police, and joining gangs, and gotta, you know, work two jobs and catch the bus, and all this other shit that factors into it. So you have to kind of condense your parenting into the most like. Uh, effective bursts of it and yeah we're gonna wrap up in a second so I think that kind of uh, uh, ties into you know the, the food thing like if you you know you gotta do what you gotta do to, to keep your kids alive in right. that moment right. long term yeah I'm probably gonna have you know I'm probably gonna have a heart attack in a few years right but like but my mother had to keep me alive and just like the, right. the spankings and beatings I understand like why that happened because she had to get that condensed parenting in my mother used to work overnights five nights a week in Albany when we lived in a different uh, town so we would only see her on the weekends so we would essentially you know she would have to condense her parenting what did y'all do that was fucked up this week alright you're getting your ass whooped for all this shit yeah. now I'm going back to work because I don't have time to sit here I really don't have time to sit down with you I don't have time for timeouts. I don't have time for hug therapy right. like those are privileges right. and we, yeah. we're all in a position in this room we're in a position where we can raise our kids with those privileges and not have to beat our kids but all of us got beat so we just need to remember when we're looking down at other people who hit their kids their circumstances may be different than ours and that doesn't justify what they're doing but in that moment 
they're doing the best, uh, oftentimes they're doing the best they can do. And I'm not talking about people who abuse their children out of stress and frustration. I just mean parenting in the best way you can with the resources you have. That's all I want to say. There's always right. the weird cultural thing where it's like, where I feel like black families, there's the association with like child abuse or beating your kids or we got spanked, got beat. But then with like white families, it's like there's the culture of, uh, you know, kids who just scream at their parents yeah. and have no respect for their right. parents. That was, me. that was me as a teenager. Where's the love? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. kind of thing where it's like, I feel bad about it. Now. Where, where is the Looking line, back. you know, between, you know, what we could have done as parents versus like, like I, I, some, I, like, I went to high school, I went with, with uh, and friends with some of these people that disrespect the shit out of their parents and I'm like, yep. your parents didn't hit you once? Mm-hmm. Like, where, yeah. there was, where the, is it that there's not a fear there? Is it there's not a respect there? Like, what does, you have more things at that your line? disposal, I think, right. when you have more privileges and, and that might be, okay, you, you really gonna fuck up when you're 14, you know you're gonna want a car in two years and I can get you one. Right. But if you don't have that, like if you have different things that you can use or, or just like I said, different time or different resources at your disposal, you're gonna use all of those things to parent. But when you're working three jobs and you got five minutes to get your point across to this kid so he does not get killed next right. to the next day, right? I gotta pop you across the face. Right. And I'm one not saying it's right, point. I'm not saying it's even effective in the long term, right. but I understand it. And I think to, uh, to judge that, to, I think to judge that is like short-sighted and it's like a privileged view on it to just say, oh, you you know, you you have no business spanking your kids or whatever. So, um, yeah, so uh, that was a cool discussion. I like we'll, a we'll lot of stories. We'll talk about this again yeah. in a couple years. Yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens. I want to see when when Felix is 15 and you're, yeah, bo- yeah, you're boxing yeah, yeah, yeah. him. I knocked this fool out last night. <laughs> he just walks in the door and but just gets hit. But they'll be fine because there is that cultural thing happening. Like, I understood. My grandmother, yeah, she would hit me with anything in her hand if I did something. But at the same time, I would go cuddle up to her at night because also she, you knew she, she, loved she had your me. best interest in mind. Yes. She was protecting you. Yes. Yeah, right. Keep me safe. So it is that, you know, it's it's balanced, though. It's yeah. all about balance. Like everything. Um, yeah. Thanks to everybody that tuned in at Beach Shot Radio. Um, yeah. This was a really interesting episode. Uh, you can follow us on our podcast on iTunes. Uh, tell other people to listen, too. We've Our listenership has been growing. That tells us that you've been telling other people. Um, so we really appreciate that. Uh, thanks to everyone that pre ordered the hoodie. Shout out to DJ True Master. He'll be back next week. My name is Masai signing off. Who else we got here? Lofi Lobo. I'll catch y'all next week. Yeah. Yo, DJ Nate the Great. And I am JB, a.k.a. Dirty Moses, sitting next to Tanisha. Check out um, So You Think You Got Talent October 17th at the Empire State Plaza. Nice. Here we go. All right. Good night, Boom. guys. Yeah.